Hey everyone, this is your host, Chris Chief and Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here, let me explain. First, it's free. You definitely can't beat that. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Aren't you tired of talking heads just talking? Black Gamut Entertainment is vowing to change the industry. We podcast with a purpose and our shows have goals. If you want to help make a change, then come join the Black Gamut family. Together, we make a difference. What he do? He do all this this bullshit here. Yeah, with that, <laughs> I'll wait for the whole look. He's all like, uh, cooking. He <laughs> so, did take forever to do that shit. That shit. He did. Me. He dragged lie. it out, but it was okay. I was here for it. I was here for it. it it's matter. called it's called anticipation. So, for those who are just joining us, this is the third season of Blurred's Eye View. I'm your host, Chris G. With me, my co-hosts. Co-host, notice is there oh, a blur on there? The Isis. Oh. It's the Isis. Uh, Darius DC <laughs> Chambers and our newest addition, Brandy Blocker. Mm-hmm. How's it going, everybody? It's going. I'm so it's excited going. to be here. And I'm very excited that after all of the verbal abuse I've given DC, he was so nice to introduce me like that. Because I've been oh, dragging I forgot. Yeah, I've been dragging him for like no reason. So and I'm not gonna stop, but oh, that was whatever. so nice. <laughs> So, so, nice. so for those who don't know, Blurred's Eye View is a podcast and now a video podcast that discusses everything in geek. Oh yeah, we get big, big. That discusses everything in geek pop culture and everything in between. And since we've been gone for a couple of weeks, there has been a lot that's been going down, especially in the past two and a half months. But we'll get to that later. Uh, first up on the bat, you know we've got a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of talk going on about uh. Zack Snyder's take on Justice League. They just announced this week that uh, Joe Manganiello will be reprising his role as Deathstroke. And if you've seen Justice League at the end, it was one of the end credits. He shows up as Deathstroke. He looks good. It's good to see how this turns out. You know, very, very brief. Uh, And it has also been said that Jared Leto or Leto will be reprising his uh, role as Joker. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I don't know how I feel because I think we've been waiting for this for so long. And I think the first 10,000 years we were waiting on it, it was like, okay. And then now it's like, this had better blow our minds. Because yeah, it better. It's, it's getting to the point now. I'm, I don't know, y'all. I'm still, I'm still on watch. But we're, we're going to have to see because I wasn't that impressed with Mr. Leto. Well, well see, he also had a, some problems with it as well. You know, he stated that and, and let's face it, we were all in this boat <coughs> when Suicide Squad came out that it was 
to us, the way they were portraying the trailers and everything, it seemed like Joker was the big bad. Right. And then we see the movie and big shit. <laughs> and it's like, you know why we came, you know when we came here and that wasn't that, that wasn't, wasn't it. it. That wasn't it. That wasn't, that wasn't it. it. There's no other way to say it. It wasn't it. Very disappointing. He? You know, uh he he is a great actor. He is. And so I would I like excited. to see I, I would like to see what he would have brought to the table. Uh, me and Darius have talked in great length about the disappointment that is Justice League. Uh, disappointment is a hot it, understatement. <laughs> it is the utteral, visceral interpretation of trash. It's like Cleveland Browns on a Thursday and it's on a Wednesday. <laughs> so wait a minute. Do you do Justice League and Batman versus Superman? Or how do you? Oh, they're both. How do you? Trash. Oh, they, you just. They both, both of them. Uh, one's not, the bar, one's that's not slightly better. No. Yeah, that is low hanging fruit. That's a lot to that's a lot to no. unpack there, man. Uh, that was both equally garbage. It was going somewhere. Like, at, least, at least at least with Batman versus Superman, it looked like it was going somewhere. somewhere. It looked I just forgot where to go. Yeah. Well, when the they started weird. When, the yeah. ending got so weird. Like, that whole <laughs> ending was fucking. It was like doing acid and not knowing where you're at. It, it like, took it took Diana to show up to say, "Okay, we we might have listen, something." Listen, baby, <laughs> when I tell you, she saved the, that part of the film. She saved it because I was okay for that 10, 15 she minutes. Was she that was that part there. of the film. That was yeah, she was it. that part of the film. She was it, and I'm like, y'all should have just had her in the whole time. I don't know what y'all were doing. That was a mess. Yeah, it, there was there's so much going on that ugh, that was so dis so disappointing. So I guess uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh in other news, <laughs> uh, before we I move on, to, I'm in the comments. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm comment guy tonight. Uh, oh, I'm about to butcher this name. <laughs> oh, Bobinette, Bobby. That's Bobby. No. Okay, okay. Bobby said that uh, she liked the movie, but Joker left son to be desired, which is true. Because he that's a, that was a very nice day. way to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I would have said that. Listen, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was out here tubing it. Man, <laughs> okay, he was out here too. Short cocking, uh -uh. he was short cocking. He was short cocking it for real. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna make this happen, and it did not happen. And it did happen. It did not he did not happen. make fetch happen. That wasn't it. <laughs> he did not make he didn't make fetch happen. It wasn't it. Remind us, remind me to tell Courtney that Skirbuffle may not be. Oh, happening. yes. Um, <laughs> he, he's we trying quit saying it. We have to quit saying it. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen for him if we keep no, saying yeah, yeah, true. You right, say it so. three times, Courtney. Here, so you have to, like, <laughs> what if he did it like a beer, like fucking Candyman? I would exactly. die. I you would know, I've seen a meme, and this shit is true. He's gonna show up and say, like my kid "Do we have a scuffle coming on in, in the here? mirror?" And I knocked him through the motherfucking refrigerator between the refrigerator and the stove. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't play with that shit. Do not do that around. Well, either me. I've never even I've never I'll even finished shit um, out of a kid. I didn't finish Bloody Mary. <laughs> my son asked me about that, and he's like, "Have you ever finished saying it in the mirror?" I said, "Hell no." Fuck no. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Don't do that. I well, like to in, live. In other Zack Snyder ish universe news. <laughs> Uh, Empire Magazine just released their cover for the new Suicide Squad movie. And I will tell you, uh, there's a couple of bright spots on this cover. You know, seeing King Shark, Captain Boomerang, uh, you know, Harley and Brandy's, yeah, you know, Harley Quinn. Um, After that, it gets fucking weird. Like, who it, the fuck is these people? I have yeah. never you seen know, some of these. It's like they put it in a, a bag and they just was like, "You, you want to do this? We're taking this name." We're doing yeah, it. you know, I'm just like, I'm like, uh, well, yeah, you got Nathan Fillion, but we don't know who the fuck this dude is. <laughs> like, we don't know who he's playing. I will say this: I'm more excited about 
the actors playing the heroes than I am the actual heroes, if that makes sense. I will tell you that I, this I feel is like what they got a, talent. I, I will tell you that this is what a 15 person squad. I guarantee you. It's a lot. It's like the blue tank. Some people's getting bumped <laughs> off. I'm just, you know, my bets is gonna start. Davidson we're gonna start that. We, we may have to start a a betting pool. Oh, uh, I would love Deadpool. that. <laughs> Let's Deadpool. do that. Of who's gonna last? You know, it may not be. Davidson. It might. It, it might not. Pete Davidson. <laughs> it might not be. Davidson got to go first. Yeah, it might not be Idris. There. It might not be Idris Elba because you know that's gonna. Nah, he started. Him and John Cena. That's gonna upset. Yeah, they, they have it's, it's not, armor. Yeah, they're We're not gonna leave them alone. King Shark, Captain Boomerang, Idris Elba, and Margot Robbie. They're, I don't think. I think Those they're safe. They're safe. They're safe. They're gonna but be the safe. other oh, platypus people? man or plaid guy, whatever the fuck. Oh, polka dot, polka dot, yeah, polka dot, not platypus, platypus. <laughs> whatever you know. It's all fucking abstract people. It was like, hmm, we got five. Who else can we? It do was really this? weird. It, this is a very when you say ragtag group of good yeah, lord. Was going for like the bad news bears on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, they're naming off the people, and I'm just like, yeah, I know who that is. I know who that is. I know. Man, who the fuck is that? by like I the sixth person is. when they were doing that big roll call, probably like two weeks ago or something like, or three weeks ago. I was yeah. like, uh, what are we you, doing? You lost me after. See, that's Wu Tang Clan. You get past <laughs> old <Brother> bastard, <laughs> Method Man, Rizza Jizza. You know, like, who, like, who is this? Who is this? Big easy and motherfucking doesn't too matter. Slow, Apparently, it doesn't it matter. So, oh my yeah, god, we should, was... we should definitely start that Deadpool. Yeah, I really uh, like that. <laughs> uh, there is talk, you know, with COVID pushing everything back because now we just not going to see Black Widow this year. Um, MGM is is in talks with Apple and Netflix about James Bond moving to uh, the new new the new James Bond film moving to uh, streaming. You know, yeah, Netflix, okay. I see. yeah. Um, well, you, I don't know, I don't know. Well, coming to America got sold, so I mean, well, yeah, they sure I did. Mean, it'll yeah. get sold, but the, I think the thing that people probably miss, um, is just that movie theater experience. Like, I could not have imagined watching something like Endgame just in my living room, I still would have enjoyed it, mm -hmm. but there was something about everybody losing their minds together in the theater at different parts. And I and True. I think some films some films need to be seen in the theater. Like that one that just came out with um Denzel Tenet. Washington's kid. Yeah, Tenet. yeah Tenet. And I I wanted a film like that to be experienced like movie theater style for what we know uh Christopher Nolan is capable of. And I and I hate that it didn't get that and therefore it was just kind of to the wayside. Every film's not going to do well with streaming. They're just not. Mulan is dying. <laughs> yeah, I I think they 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 really gambled with that one. They should have just done it like they. What happened did was that onward. thirty dollar like that oh, charge, say, yeah, thirty dollar charge. Say what? <laughs> no, that's thirty six dollars, my guy. And I'm not even getting stale. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot what the, the, the nothing. Yeah, nothing. That that was the burner, and I think that just what did it in. And they were just like, you should have like okay earlier this year they released onward. Onward was probably in a the theater what a week before theater shut down. Maybe. Yeah. And then they said, you know what? Throw it, just throw it on streaming. And, it was and good. yeah, it was very good. Uh, shout out to Tranquil Ashes because she did the Manticore. You know, she cosplayed as Manticore. She's so good. Yeah, she she really is. Shout out to Tranquil so Ashes. We're gonna get shout her on out the to show that. again. Hey, damn, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that had a great name. And it's like, like the top, like Tranquil Ashes. You just like, oh shit, she's calm as fuck. 
<laughs> what she does right before she comes in for the concert. Yeah, come in for the kill. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. Like, like, she, comes, she, comes, she comes in calm. She comes in calm, but she's coming in for the kill. You're just oh like, God. oh God, you pissed her off. Why? Because she's calm. Just she's leave it be. See, that'd be the ones that get you. The calm ones. Always. You don't mess with them calm ones. But she's a, she was she's a friend of the show. She's been on the show before. I'm, I'm gonna have to get her back on. You have to come back because you know I'm here now, sis. So come back. <laughs> um, and other news, Michael B. Jordan is up to produce the static. Oh, I'm Shock sorry, movie. you said Michael B. Jordan. Let me take off my shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying two more is... times. <laughs> 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 Will he come here? MBJ. <laughs> From now on, MBJ from now on. But yeah, he's up, he's up for uh, producing the Static Shock movie for Warner Brothers. Uh, this is good news. He's he's making some moves. Um, Michael B. He's handling business, man. The brother yeah, and, is about. And he's, he's about going to business. be uh, directing for Creed Three. Exactly. So yes. I I think that's really dope that he's getting yeah. behind that chair and just having calling more shots because that helps with the visuals we get. At the he he literally has taken like the young up and comer role and just said no we this not we're just not gonna be in front of the screen we're gonna be behind the camera making and moves. I think he was already on this path anyway, but as sad as it is, I think because of the death of Chadwick, I think he's gonna be more on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. Because Definitely. Chadwick wasn't playing about that, and I think him them being so close as they were, this will be good for what we get creatively wise from him. That'll be good. You're right. Right. Uh, for those who don't know, which uh, you must have been living under a rock, Static. His name is Static. Uh, the show was called Static Shock. The cartoon was, and so was the book. But <laughs> Static was the actual character. Uh, it was Virgil a character Hawkins. Virgil Hawkins. <laughs> he was a character from Milestone Comics, which was a leg uh, offshoot of DC Comics. And Milestone Comics, which will be coming back uh, next year, next February. So welcome back, Milestone. It was a very much uh, diverse, inclusive group of heroes and villains you know, such a static hardware, the blood syndicate, you know, this is where you've seen all your different uh, colors of heroes, you, Latino, Asian, black, you, they were all there. That Y'all was so, remember the episode where Virgil went over dude's house, his dad was like super uber racist. Yes. <laughs> and at that, that time, we probably and nobody didn't catch talks that. About it. Yeah, we nobody. didn't catch that at that time. And then when you're older, you're like, wait a Wait a minute. Like his dad was like, I don't even want to eat when I'm in my house. Like, nigga, you so racist, you won't eat with a black dude in your shit. Nigga, it makes it food taste different when a colored person food is has no right. now. <laughs> Static Shock touched on issues as a cartoon. It touched on issues that were I, I don't even want to say the word is taboo. They just touched on issues to got the and got the message across to a lot of kids, you know. Yeah. And like you said. Like you may not have picked up on it, but as you got older, you remember it, and you're like, "Man, his dad was super racist," you know. So super racist. Yeah. Uh, it's speaking. good to see them do that and have the people actually be people. Because I noticed a lot of cartoons that you remember growing up, they played with those storylines, but you're it was easy for some people not to take the message because they're like, "Oh, they're just gargoyles," and we're like, "No, they black." Yeah. They're black. <laughs> yeah. This is what they're going through. Goliath. Everybody on that show is of color. Okay, Goliath is black. Like this is a real thing. So when you manifest them into humans in cartoon form, it just means more to see it. And so hopefully um, when they do this remake, it'll it'll hit a little harder too. Oh yeah. And, and just so, yeah, I have the news about 
Michael B. doing Creed 3 anyway. And talks to direct. Oh, and talks to direct. Not uh-huh. produce, but and talks to direct. My baby oh, direct. You know what? He's been talking to Coogler. That's what happened. He's been talking to Ryan Coogler. Because Ryan Coogler directed the first one. I think he did the second one. He did I both. thought he did. Yeah. I thought he did both. Yeah, he so, did one and two. Yeah, so he's he, yeah, he's probably like he was like, I'm gonna hand you the reins and you know what you know what to do. <laughs> so ain't broke, uh, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh and other cartoon news, I had the opportunity of watching uh a special this week with uh DuckTales. It was an hour long special. Oh yeah, I missed it. Oh, yeah, it was it was the uh it was the Darkwing Duck episode. See, I thought they was bringing him back. I they did bring him back. back. Well, I mean, for like his own show, I thought it was gonna be like a reboot. Oh, oh no, sure this, was, this was this was this this is what this was the this is the the first time he shows up is when he becomes Darkwing, and then in this episode, well, it's actually a two part episode. In this episode, uh, he's he's looking over the city, but there's no crime. Like there hasn't been any crime since the mayor took over. So the whole time he's become Darkwing Duck, he has no crime. He's got all the gadgets. He's got all the skill. No crime to use it. So man, uh, I want Drake Mallard back, man. Yeah. So that. basically, the episode entails. Uh, um, what that one is of the, Drake Mallard? Drake Mallard. Yeah. Oh, it, it tells yeah. one of the one of the, the main. What, what we remember. Yeah, the yeah main I was like villain. Drake Mallard. How did I remember that? Yeah. The main villain, he's he's got some new kind of tech, and he opens up a, a portal saying, oh, this is going to solve world hunger and everything, and it turns out, oh, no, he's trying to open up a whole new world, and that's what involved, That's what brings in the villains from the Darkwing Duck universe. Oh, man, he some goofy ones, too. Oh, yeah. The one that looked like Goofy that had electric. Oh that yeah, uh, Megavolt. Yeah, yeah. Megavolt. Megavolt. He was he was one of them. <laughs> he uh, was one of them. He what was Megavolt. the reverse Darkwing Duck one? Uh, there was. 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 They yeah, like actually, the orange suit. <laughs> the episode they did. Again, the things we remember. The I don't know how the hell I remember all this shit. I don't know what I did yesterday. Because it touches it, touch, it touches your childhood. But, but ask us something about like some high school math. I ain't got it. <laughs> well, like I don't know it. I don't know. I don't know it. Know it. Like plus y 10? plus Ooh. x equals. Are we know. solving for w? What? Well, let me tell you what happened w. season two of Mighty Ducks because I remember yeah. that. <laughs> for some weird reason, we can tell you that. But I know Drake yeah. Mallard was the man. Yeah, but they talked. They talked about where they had an episode earlier. I think it was. What was his last neighbor's season. name? The name who not not Launchpad. The fat um, dude. Uh, he had a kid. Oslin was the kid, but see that was no, the other the one with the nerd looked like Macaulay Culkin from uh My Girl. <laughs> oh wait, I know who you talking about. You know who? Well, yeah, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Egghead like or something? Egg yeah, whites. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they 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 did change a little bit because they did talk about uh they they are they they're not just talking about it. They are doing a Darkwing Duck. Television show. They're doing okay. I'm there for that. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, and this so... and this this typically this typically was the backdoor pilot episode for a Darkwing Duck show. Now, okay. And okay. I'm the only it. different the only difference is Goslin is not his daughter, but he pretty much is adopting her. Ain't that what he did I... in the first one? Uh, was it? Yeah, she was adopted. She was I adopted. thought that was like flat out his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, somebody adopted. call Maury because somebody lying. So, <laughs> but yeah, we'll he, figure he, it out. he's taking her under his ring. And Launchpad even said, uh, "Oh, great! I'll spend part of my time in Duckburg and part of my time here." So I'm like, "Oh, you're gonna get that out the way right away." 
He's he's with both. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be on team no sleep. No wonder that's gonna, crash <laughs> not team no sleep. He can't <laughs> fly be for good. Shit. I'd probably be looking more forward to that than I am surprisingly like this Animaniacs. I don't know why I'm oh. excited. I'm just not. I don't know why, and I love them. I well, I them. think I'm because not... they're they're poking. Well, they've always kind of broke the fourth wall, you know. And, and from the trailer I've seen in the Animaniacs trailer, they are poking fun at the fact that they've been gone for over twenty years. So, oh yeah, it like, was like a good little trailer yeah. in at Jurassic Park, and it was very funny. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm just not excited. Something's going. It hits. It hits different. It just hits different. It just hits different. Like Animaniacs, you still watched it. It's just like Freakazoid. You still watched it. Oh, yeah. that was my show. <laughs> it just I love different. Freakazoid. It just, you know, uh, we still waiting on that Gargoyles. Listen. Quit playing with me. <laughs> I want the last Because that'll action, be it. And I want Keith David doing the voice. Oh, my God. Yeah. He ain't doing green, green Leaf anymore. He can come on back. He ain't doing nothing else. <laughs> come through <laughs> and just give us that voice. Spoiler alert. Who's ever watching great. Green Leaf still? So just a couple of days ago, Tom Holland uh, shared some behind the scenes photo. He's playing Uncharted. Nathan Drake of Uncharted. Yes. The photos look uh, good. It does. It does. Uh, Tom like Holland. Him. He does. He really does. He does look like good he's, he's obviously a younger Nathan Drake because Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully. So this is obviously when Nathan is just starting out, he, he's got to be like Tom. You know, I've never played those games. <laughs> You've never played Uncharted? I don't even have. No. Oh, God. Just I just heard it was like the, playing it. I just heard fun. it was like the, the, the male Tomb Raider. It is. It is. It's I'm just cool because Tomb Raider was better. I think it'll make for a good. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Making the jump for no reason. <laughs> was it the triangle boobs? Yeah. Was that right? Well, when they started, that was weird because it started out with the real Madonna shit. Now really they was like, she was like this baby. <laughs> it was like super pointy. It was like, are we going here? I saw here? somebody like, like cosplay that, and it was the pointy boobs. It was. Oh, I seen that too. So good. Like so, But on another note, with that Nathan Drake, check out Nathan Fillion's. Uh, fan film he did Uncharted like two years ago. It's on YouTube. It's completely free. It's like 20 minutes maybe. And he kind of look uh, like him too. He does. He looks he looks like the older Nathan Drake, you know, and, and fans were really wanting him to do the Uncharted film. They really wanted I hell I'm I'm a Nathan Fillion fan. I wanted him to do it. And he 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 does he he played you know how we look at Deadpool and we're like, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. He's, he's been playing he, him his whole career. He, yeah. whole, like, every movie. He, when you look at Nathan Fillion, you're just like, yeah, you're Nathan Drake. Like, you both share the first same first name anyway. But he has that whole sarcastic demeanor any, on top of that. So, which is what Nathan Drake does in the game. He just has these little quips and it just works. It just works. But it's a great, it's a great uh, fan film. I advise anybody out there watching it or you guys check it out. It's real fun. So, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, it's yeah, you won't you won't regret it. <laughs> you won't regret it. Uh John Boyega is open to doing a Star Wars television show of any kind. That's interesting. 
Yeah, considering but after having considering how he, he has been this. going off on Twitter, like not. But can you game. blame him? No, I don't blame him. I'm Fuck here Star for Wars. it. Fuck Disney. No, yeah, I'm here for it. But it's just when you're playing with that Disney juggernaut and you yeah, go off you in that them way. Ears. That's what I'm saying. Like he'll bury your ass quicker than quick. Because I mean, <laughs> let's, let's 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 take let's take a rewind back when we first were introduced to John Boyega is playing the character Finn on the Star Wars films. You just well, knew that this character was going to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. I really thought, based off the trailers, um, he was going to be, like, main story. And then I also thought it was nice that they were going to have a female there, too. But I considered he was going to be the main, and then she was going to be, like, the side. And even yeah. having my son see a trailer and say, I want to see this because it's cool that the Star Wars films have somebody that looks like me starring in it. That's what sold me. Representation matters. It matters. Mm -hmm. So, so going in there and then realizing film after film, we just, what's going on? My boy got slashed up in the back and that's it. Like, yeah, that's it. He, he became, and he, he was pissed behind it. He like, he pretty much became comic relief. And Try then, thinks. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. And then don't say the that whole, two more times. And, yeah. <laughs> and then he turns around. And then he turns around like in the last Jedi. He keeps telling Ray, I have something to tell you. I have something to tell you. And we're just like, well, is is he trying to tell her he loves her? Or what is he trying yeah, to tell her? Yeah, because at this point, weird. Yeah, you know, and it turns force. out, you know, he's force sensitive, but you don't get that. You force don't get that. Sensitive? Yeah, yeah. He had he has he's Listen, when like he get when, yeah, he's like, <laughs> cannot wait to say that on a first date. So I have something to tell you. I'm force sensitive. Force sensitive. You might want to get checked out. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking a pill for it. So it's those those the Family Guy episode. He he was calling everybody. Was like, hey, I wanted to let you know I'm retarded. You might want to go get yourself checked. <laughs> he called like everybody in his phone book to tell him. Like, yeah, I just took a test. I'm uh, <laughs> mentally retarded. You might want to go the subject out. I'm just letting everybody know. Oh, man. <laughs> um, <we're, laughs> oh, uh, well, we're coming up on our half hour mark. And so we're going to put this little segment in that I created last season uh, on this day in pop culture history with a twist. On this day in pop culture history. With a hit on line. So, uh, on this day on pop culture history, on October 24th, 1976, someone made their first debut in Iron Man issue 118. The Mandarin. Nope. Oh, crap. Rhodey. James oh, Rhodes. Oh, nice. Damn. Made his first appearance in Iron Man 118 in 1976. 78, wow. I'm sorry. 78, 1978. And. Terrence Howard. I was going to say, is that the same <laughs> year Terrence Howard was born? <laughs> Serendipitous. We'll never let that go. <laughs> Next time, somebody, need, somebody get on and find out what time, what year he was actually born. You know what? Let me go ahead and look that up right now. Let me look that up right now. On October 23rd in Incredible Hulk 172, which was in 1973, they introduced the Juggernauts. Oh, the Juggernaut. I've always imagined myself in your shiny helmet as you charge at me with the bloodlust in your eyes. No, I didn't mean right now. <laughs> oh, Deadpool 2. Oh, my God. Juggernaut was a man in that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, on October 22nd in 1985, 
the highly acclaimed uh, Daredevil story Born Again with Frank Miller was started in issue 227. And it was probably, it's still one of the most dramatic uh, Daredevil stories to date. So uh, he, you talk about somebody who's dealing with a lot of stuff, who whose only power is, he's hypersensitive. And... <laughs> Because yeah. all his gluten. Because all his gluten. I knew he was going to say something. All this gluten. <laughs> I'm like, leave him alone. All these, everybody has all these problems, man. Uh, Hypersensitive, oh. force sensitive. <laughs> on October 24th, uh, on October 21st, in Harry 1980. Yeah, um, 1980 on October 21st, un, 21st, un, Uncanny X Men 141, the storyline, The Days of Future Past, premiered. All right. And it was better than the movie. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> he lied about that one. You're right. Howard was born in 1969, so we, uh, we wasn't on it, but definitely thought 11 about it years first. later. Yeah, right. Definitely thought and, about it first. <laughs> uh, and in 19, <laughs> or well, we're going to go here. 1982, Obadiah Stane, first full appearance was in Iron Man 166. In Obadiah Stane. Yeah. In 2005, issue one of Nick Fury's Howling Commandos was first release, released featuring Warwolf. And in 2016, nice. yeah, in 2016, after a long search for her family, Cindy Moon was finally re reunited with her dad in, in Silk, number 13. But here is the one that really matters. Uh -oh. October 19, 1976. Jack Kirby's Black Panther. Black Panther number one launch on this day in Marvel history, the first ongoing series for T'Challa, aka the Black Panther. Okay, the goat. The So that's the what happened goat. on this day in pop culture history. So, <laughs> so many great I get, I get, facts. I get, yeah, I so like that. Week, the, this week of October has been quite eventful because thick. With Not just scenes. this week, but this month, because someone in our midst is celebrating who? their birthday. Who? Who? Oh my God! Wait, <laughs> who? Wait, who is it? It's who our newest it? co-host, Brandy. Oh yeah, she has a whole month. She has a whole. They month. celebrate the whole month, and obviously, with so many great things that Chris just mentioned manifesting in October, there's something in the Venus Mercury Moon rising or some shit like that, <laughs> where bomb stuff what? gets done. Bomb stuff gets done in October. That's all you need to know. Uh, Obviously. No, that's a lot. <laughs> Just saying, can't argue with that. I won't argue with facts. I'm who you think I am, Trump. Come on now. <laughs> you can't argue with facts. Who are you, DC? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is December's the best. <laughs> So your hands oh need to be a little smaller. Oh yeah. So uh, I can't even eat a cheeseburger with these things. <laughs> with those, those midget hands. Nubs. Nubs. His, his so, fingers look like he bites his whole finger to get a nail off. Oh, I thought you was gonna say it looks like he bites his whole finger when he tries to eat a burger. That's what I thought you were going. Oh, that too. But you know that too. They but. look like pale sausages. Oh. <laughs> They look like those sausages you see, those sausage links you see on a commercial, and you know they're not done. Oh, they're not done? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. that's what they look like. I'm like, ugh, poor Melania. Like, I know she just thought she <laughs> was just getting, she just knew she was just getting married to a millionaire, and that was just going to be it. And now, like, mm -hmm. broke is Lani, would you like some sausage? <laughs> <laughs> never put that man in, never, never put that man in the same sentence as Trump. Tom Green is a, oh is a Canadian legend. <laughs> 
next to Ryan Reynolds. It is <laughs> the Tom Green show. Tom yeah, Green I miss that show. show. Well, speaking of shows that we're going to miss because they ended their season this week. These past two and a half months have been emotional. They have been educational. They have been thought-provoking and conversation starters. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about Lovecraft Country. This show has managed to upend anything, every question that you had about Black people being the leads in, so, in, in sci-fi, supernatural, horror, drama, action, mm-hmm. romance, drama, this solves all of that. This puts the nail in the coffin and says it can be done and it needs to be done to be more done. often. Uh, way more often. Way more often. Uh, this show, and, and before we go on, look, I would say spoiler alert, but fuck that, it's been a week. Uh, yeah, you, you, should, you should be on it. It's, two days later, it's over. Yeah, Ain't no yeah, spoiler yeah. alert after you know, two you, days. You, you, only get, you only get a 72-hour grace hours. period. That's, 48. that's it. You know, but it, that, came on, that, it came out on what Sundays? Yeah, Sundays. Yeah. By Tuesday, if you ain't seen it, you ain't getting it. Yeah, but by Tuesday, it's probably gotten spoiled for you. No, uh, I've had some episodes get like semi spoiled, but I didn't understand. But I like those memes that'll say this week's episode without spoilers and it's just pictures. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the why am I looking at this Super <laughs> Saiyan? What does this mean? Yeah. And then when you watch it, <laughs> you're like, oh my god, <laughs> there is so good. Look, there's a couple. I think it was episode. It might have been. I'm trying to think. It might have been episode. It was the Hippolyta episode. I am. I had just seen it and I text Brandy. I'm like, did you see it yet? And she's like, no. And I just put, get your ass home right now and watch this damn episode. Except we put just each of the letters. So yeah, like, I, I did black the acronym. Yeah, old black mom style for sure. Yeah. I and, was out but, like, I got to go home. I got to see this episode. <laughs> so we're going to start at the beginning. We're going to start at the first episode. We're going to break them down. Uh, talk about what these this show meant to us. And we're going to talk about like the just the favorite moments that happened in this show. So, so, many. so how do you even decide? So first off, first episode opens up with the craziest fever dream I've ever seen in my life. Um, and we didn't know what the fuck was going on. So We'll start there. Uh, everything that was put into context throughout the le- next 10 episodes, well, nine, nine episodes after that made sense, especially after episode nine. Um, you were looking at a green alien. You were looking at Cthulhu. You were looking at war. You were looking at Jackie Robinson. You didn't know what the hell was going on. And we're just like, okay, this dude just having a really freaky dream right now. Um, never eat tacos before bed. What they say, never eat pork, never eat pork before you go to lay down. That's what I'm like. What was they having in 1950? That was a wrap. So, we'll break some of this down. So, basically, Lovecraft Country starts off with Atticus Freeman, tick for short, because, like Letty said. Atticus is a mouthful. No, I bet it is. Um, <laughs> I hope you. Right. I, hope you. Right. I mean, have you have you anybody as well? Have you seen that man? Have you seen uh, man? No. So it opens up with him getting a letter from his father, <laughs> and him and his father have a very strained relationship. They really don't talk at all. And oh, it comes to find out him, my father. yeah, him and his father. They his father's been missing. That's what it opens up with. So he goes home 
This is a 1950s Jim Crow era. He goes home to Chicago to his uncle to find out what's going on. They go on a road trip. And this episode is called Sundown Town. Mm. And this is the episode where every horror trope that you can think of was flipped on a dime mm-hmm. amongst the racism that was being peppered throughout the show. And they um, don't hold back on that. And I can they appreciate do not. that because we've been seeing something as subtle, but still very sad to me with him and the only other black woman that were trying to get on the bus to go. And they're basically left with their own bags. And I'm like, this is really what y'all had to deal with. Yeah. Like day in and day out, none of us would even be able to make it a month and what they had to live through almost their whole lives. Listen, there were some intense moments and and just in, not just the show in itself, but this episode, because I'm just like, Oh, we're that show. We're on, we are not pulling punches and they're using the hard eye. Yeah. When they're in the (laughs) diner. Yeah. When they're in the diner, what are you and doing around it, here, nigger? Yeah. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. he meant that. He meant it was too yeah. natural for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way too natural. I was like, why are you so comfortable as an actor? <laughs> like, How can you say it with so why is your arms rolling like that? I nigger? mean, like you said this before. Effortlessly. <laughs> it reminded me of that teacher off of the uh when it's doing the boondocks. She's like, my nigga. My <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been saying this, this a little is, too long. This it reminded me, it. it reminded me of when Sam Jackson was on a Quentin Tarantino set. Don't ask me which one because he's been in just about all his movies. And Brown. somebody had to say it. And Sam oh, Jackson. That, uh, Sam, Django. Yeah, that's what it was. It was, Django. it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and, and Sam Jackson goes over to Leonardo, Leonardo and says, Motherfucker, we see, we see, we hear this every other day. Just go ahead, get through the scene. That I was like that. at least he struggled with it. I'm like, okay, Leo, maybe yeah. he comes to the cookout. At least you he struggled. Say, what now? Nick, 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 Nick. At which point, nobody gonna hit me, right? Nick, at which point, nigger? I can hear Sam Jackson actually saying, "Come on, motherfucker, just get it Basically, over with." Basically, and you think about how long they're on set. We're not gonna be 17 hours on set. You can't say it. You scared to say one goddamn word? I got it up. in the back. Wrap this shit up, nigger. Wrap it up, right, right, nigger. All right, he said it. Let's go. Right, you don't need no more takes. That like after the after the second time, you be like, all right, get too comfortable now. Yes, no take more 47. Take <laughs> I didn't feel like I really got the R out. The way did, I I am, did, did I did I stutter on the NG? I, I can do it again. Do it again. I do do it again. again. <laughs> take it from the top. So so it goes it goes so back to Lovecraft. So it goes. Sorry, this we get it goes time. back. In, yeah, we we go off the rails all the time. This is just us. Um, so they're in a diner and Letty or Letitia fucking Lewis. Okay. Uh is happening just happens to go in the back where she noticed one of the workers on the phone calling whomever and her next response is we need to get the fuck out of here and she's darting out the door she's not even waiting on anybody else she's doing what she do best yeah black people run you don't ask no questions you get the fuck up out of there we meet up at a spot you're like what we run for Oh man, I see somebody else (laughs) else else (laughs) we'll explain when we stop right now we just go so it starts with them. Basically, it's a car chase. They're getting down there. They're on the freeway. They're being chased by the Proud Boys. 
Whatever. Well, <laughs> armed, armed and ready. Just right. to kill. All because they wanted something to fucking eat. I would have never made it. Yeah. <laughs> so wouldn't have made it back then. This is when the silver, the mysterious silver car shows up, causes them to crash. Basically, everybody in that car is dead. And they're still being chased, or they get headed off, I think. They got headed off. Mm-hmm. And it was the sheriff. It was like the next county, and it was the sheriff. So everybody's in on this action. And by this time is sundown. They get pulled over. And it's not sundown yet. They get pulled over by the sheriff. The sheriff who's racist is like, all right, well, you need to be getting out of here. You know, no, and wait a minute. And he was even... he wasn't saying it nearly as calm and clean as I'm saying it. Oh, not at all. And even before they got to that point, can we just take a moment to say, at least to me, that was probably the second scariest moment in the whole entire series, right. which is saying a lot because there were demons and monsters and stuff everywhere. But to see them driving and Letty in the back with the gun and they're trying to make it past the state line or county line before the sun goes down. That was terrifying for me. Yeah. I was so tense just watching it. All like that you was trying real to go up from Akron and Cahaga Falls that night. That's no, not at all. Man. No, I'm <laughs> So it, it became this moment where, you know, Uncle George and Letty, they're staying in the car and they're trying to keep calm. And you're talking about something that's relevant even now, mm-hmm. you know, in today's uh, society. And Tick is playing the role perfectly. He's just, he's answering the questions, but he's doing it like, I'm not your average black dude. I'm not stupid. And and the sheriff is picking up on it. Oh yeah, which is dangerous because you cannot be a smart nigga. You just can't. Yeah, and yeah. I love how they played that, whoever wrote that. I love that scene with them because Letty very much feels like how a lot of black women would feel like we just need to shut up and make it through this moment. Yeah. We just like put your head down. Don't say anything. the fact that the shotguns were being cocked like right here by their fucking heads. And mm-hmm. he's answering, but he's not saying anything wrong, but we know you can't say shit. You're not supposed to say anything. Right. Right. And so That's then he, he pretty much looks at his watch and says, you don't have, but what, what was it? Seven minutes to get out of here. And they're like almost 10 to 12 away from the County line. Oh, yeah. So not only do they have to get out of there, they can't speed. So, <laughs> so, it, so Uncle George, he gets them out of there, but the sheriff is tailing <laughs> them the whole time and they make it out. But then guess what? The next County is the same way. And so they get pulled over. They're in the woods. Now, by this time it's dark, they get mm-hmm. all three of them get taken out the car. They get traveled into the woods. And this is when all hell breaks loose and not what you think happens, happens. Uh, they get attacked. All, all, at least all the police officers do. By there the, were only like two left. Yeah, it was and the shoguns, as they call them. They're calling them the shoguns. Uh Can't really describe these creatures so much, but they start tearing all these officers new ones, and they're eating them, and they're tearing limbs off, and everything else. Uncle it's George, like it's, uh, the monsters from Tremors. Mixed oh, I with that. a dog, I love Tremors. Okay, yeah. Mixed with a dog <laughs> and yeah, a lizard. Mixed with a and dog was, and a dog and yeah, a lizard. Did. And that was. You watched that scene. They look like they a did weird, like Pomona Dragon Tremor dog monster, like a Godzilla that's type. Lizard. What it is? Yeah. It was very creepy. <laughs> creepy. And um, Uncle George gets knocked down in all the commotion. Letty and Tig make it to a house in all the commotion. They lose Uncle George. 
this is probably the only offshoot trope horror trope that happened but uncle george played it smart he stayed down he fell he fell down he stayed down stay down and he didn't move get your book ass back move. up <laughs> don't get up he's like i ain't getting up whatever's attacking him i ain't play getting dead. Up. i'm gonna play, play dead. no he did he stayed down as they ran to like a random cabin in the woods so it was it was interesting okay. to see all these horror nods yeah mixed in like that first episode because of yeah, course there's right. a cabin in the woods for you to run to exactly. in the woods. so they go to the cabin in the woods along with uh the sheriff's deputy and the racist sheriff and they're trapped in there and he's like you know this is your hatred for for black people knows no bounds because you just watched pretty much everybody you work with get killed or torn to shreds by some unknown monsters and you're still like, but I don't trust you, nigga. Whoa, oh, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I your mean, I hatred... still held the gun on him. And yeah. they were trying to help him. Because one thing I like that they established from Jump is that the Black people in this world, they are smart. They read. Uh, and they know how to bring up stuff as it's needed. Because the fact that Uncle George was like, hey, giving nods to Dracula. Like, what happens mm. when people are getting bit or they're scratched? And it, they're already ahead of the game. And yeah. I loved seeing that from episode one because I was like, okay, we're not going to have to go through a whole season where everybody's trying to figure out a lot of stuff. Exactly. It's like, we're already here. Exactly. And so that was really cool to see, but very ignorant of him because I'm like, buddy, there's four of us in this bitch. Well, excuse me, when he came, so five. Yeah. You're already hurt. And you're scared of the black people. <laughs> you're right. You just what? seen what happened, and you're still scared of us. We didn't tear and, them up. Like, oh my god. So he, it is. he he looks, and they're just like, we need to get to the car. And Tick, obviously being the hero, ex Korean War vet, and everything else, he's like, I'll go to the car. And the sheriff says, No, I don't no, trust you. Boy. He ain't coming back. Send her. And it was just like, dude. Have you seen? And they, they literally said it. Have, like, have you seen was out there? Right. And they're just like, whatever. And then Letty and Tick begin to pray. And Letty was like, it's okay. I ran track in high school. And when he opens the door, <laughs> she's like a bolt of lightning. Usain really. Bolt ain't got nothing on her. Cause At she all. the flash. <laughs> yeah, she was actually in Flash Paradox. I don't know if y'all knew that. Yes, she, yes, she was. <laughs> Look at these. <laughs> no, she wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she should have been. She should have been. But I know she took off like Jackie Joyner. Oh yeah, and, and and made it to the car. The car obviously didn't start, but she noticed that these things were still attacking, and it landed on the hood of the car. Hood, hood of the car. She grabs her camera, flashes her camera, hits the flash on it, scares it off. Then the car starts up makes it to the cabin, crashes into one that, into the sheriff because the sheriff was bit, and now he's changing into one of them. He looked crazy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and she came, and she, talking about a nigga time, Letty Journey Smollett. <laughs> and, we put, we, and we putting respect <laughs> on your name, and for the record, Juicy Smollett. Smollett, we know. That's one. J Journey <laughs> Smollett. You what they call it? You are not the weakest link. Uh, At all. <laughs> At all. But she managed. She handles her business, and that was the that was the moment where I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm I'm invested now. 
I, mm-hmm. I see what I need to see. I'm invested now. I want to know more. I want to see what's going on. And because it was so unexpected, especially because I haven't read the book. A lot neither. of people like have it. I will now. So it I, was, I, I, I oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I very rarely watch something and then read the book. Or if I read the book, I'm like, I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to be that person that's like, the book was better. The gate, almost like uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah. Listen, I hate that. Um, hate it. But didn't keep after, up with the movie standards. Yeah, 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 that, all that. There wasn't enough content in the book. I'm like, the movie's only two hours. I mean, in the book, you, you know, J.K. Rowling really puts it in perspective. I, <laughs> I hate it so much. But it was unexpected as hell because I didn't know, even with the super trailer for the season, I didn't know what to expect. So when you just see monsters, we're this show. And it wasn't a dream. It was very real. And to have them just show up, I think that's when they went to Artem at the end of the show. Yeah. And they're just bloodied like, this is the night we just experienced. And none of that goes away. It just amps up from there. Yeah. So now I'm not going to go into description for the for the next nine episodes, but <laughs> I will say this was the bookmark that said, damn, for me, this was, damn, I'll be watching this mm-hmm. live. <laughs> like I'm so, like real time that night. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, we would get off. We Chris. Be like, yeah, uh, Lovecraft Country. I'm gonna go ahead and bounce out real quick. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like, are we done? We done yet? We done? Are we done? You know, Chris is, we Chris is like, hey, go. yo, yo, Lovecraft Country. We gonna end this show too, right? Because <laughs> those tweets and memes get started quick, and it was almost how I felt about watching Scandal and Power. Like, if I miss that knife, I'm screwed because these people are going to come out and they're going to spoil it. So, yeah. yes. Must see TV. So, that wasn't my that wasn't my favorite episode. That was one of my favorite moments. Uh, Brandy, I know you watched it. You watched it as much as I did. I want to hear what you what you thought oh, about. Man. The like, show has a whole your favorite moments and all that. The show is a whole. And I already told him, I was like, I didn't wear makeup for this episode because I was like, probably going to cry just because this is how much the show meant to me and the characters i liked the most uh were um i liked letty but she wasn't like the fan favorite i was definitely ruby all fucking day long because anytime i see a bigger woman in anything i'm rooting for her right but especially mm-hmm. when you are chocolate and we don't see us enough in these roles where we actually matter and her character matter and from jump when she's being introduced and the dynamics between her and her lighter sister i just I could not get enough of her character and how they carried her through the show and she was important. And there's so many times where you see certain people and you're like, well, you're gonna be a character they kill off, maybe episode three right. or whatever. And they didn't do that with essential characters. So I I really enjoyed Ruby um, probably too much. I surprisingly found Christina to be a favorite for me because I can't, I can relate to her as a woman who decided no matter fucking what, I'm gonna get what I want. And we don't do that enough because typically you're talked down to or punished for going after what you want. Whether it be a job and it's a struggle, whether it be something sexually, you're just constantly reminded to stay in your place. And she had to experience that several times with like Chris said, we're not trying to spoil it too much, but other members of a certain order and everything, mm. that, that sexism was still real for her. And I could understand that, although I don't approve of the moves that she made. It's one of those things where she's a villain, where I have to put her in the Thanos category, yeah. uh, like where I understand where you were coming from. So I, I enjoyed as a whole how this series portrayed women and that we were valued and important and essential. Even that last episode, where were you, what were you going to do without your ancestors? Who were what? 
women? What were you going to do without calling on us? You know what I mean? And and even Hippolyta, again, Hippolyta, like get out of here. Her episode alone and how this show portrays women, it was crazy for me as a black woman because I'm like, I like seeing her body because she does appear naked in the episode. And it wasn't (laughs) objective. No, you asked. It wasn't objectifying her. I didn't say I was gonna go watch it. Uh huh. It wasn't objectifying her, and I can appreciate that because a lot of times when a black woman comes on the scene, well, a lot of times when a black woman comes on the scene, (laughs) we're objectified. So she was strong, and that episode was really important. And she made the choice to choose herself because after something tragic happened to a character, that I ain't gonna lie. Well, you know what? We can put it out there because we already yeah, said spoiler. Yeah. I was expecting the whole fucking season for Uncle George to come back because I am so used to any type of paranormal supernatural show you watch and nobody's ever really, really dead. Really they gone, come right. back and he knew too much. Like when they were when uh, the episode the with the whiteys on the moon, the, yeah. the second episode, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. George, uh, what I love so much about him is you're, you're book smart in this fantasy way. And it, and it didn't have to be an Einstein way. It's you're literally calling on these fantasy novels that you read and it's helping you guys right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, what are we going to do without that? However, appreciating the season later, had he not passed, we would have never got Hippolyta to the point that we got her because she, she was stuck in that role of mother and wife and women just get stuck so much in titles other than what I am. Right. And it's like, I'm me before anything else. Before I decided to be anything else, this is who I am. And I can choose to wear those other hats, but what I am to me is the most important thing. So I, I can't speak highly enough for how this show portrayed women. Um, and then was also still scary as fuck. Because baby, them little demon sisters. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I still have nightmares, no lie. Like, I have a long hallway I have to walk down before I get oh, to my place. Oh. And what makes it worse, no, kid you not, what makes it worse, one time I'm coming down, right, there is, there's a door to go to the stairs before you go down my high rise, and there's like a little square window there too. Oh. Light, the light before you get to my place was already flickering because they need to fix the light bulb. On top of that, on top, and this is all the same week I saw this fucked up episode, on top of that, the exit sign is hanging down a little bit. Like, it's cooking. I was just like, like what the fuck knocked I, that thing down? That's how I felt. I'm like, do you want to go home or do you want to just stay uh, down <laughs> the hall? Because you got a I, Batman grappling hook? I can just shoot listen, Nightmare fuel. <laughs> the the, the costume hallway? design, the costume and the set design. Let's just give it up for that on yeah. the show. Yeah. They worked their asses off on that. Because I've only got to be an extra one time but I appreciate now that I had been behind the scenes, what these people really do with these costumes, with this makeup, like it's insane. The detail that they put in there. Cause I like to watch shows and look at the background and, mm-hmm. and just see like, okay, y'all were really on point. Like from the, how, even how they wrote these spells out in the book of names and everything. I'm like, this was so well done and it was about time we had like this supernatural black adventure show for us because we just we don't get that as the cast being pretty much predominantly black yeah we don't yeah. we don't get that we're like one or two black characters if that and yeah. they did not mess around and they didn't go cheap because that's one other thing i don't appreciate about some black shows shout out to tyler perry and the wigs they end up the going cheap the they end up wins. going cheap when they shouldn't go cheap. And uh, everybody was just 
so on point. So I, oh my God, I can't, I'm mad that it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, you, when you mentioned Hippolyta and then you mentioned the episode with, with oh God, it's hard to mention Diana's episode without mentioning how that episode opened up. You know, it opens up with the death of her friend. Let's rewind it. Let's take this back. Because that was episode three with the house. Yeah, episode three was the house where Letty gets this money to buy this house in this white neighborhood. Now the room had the house has like what uh, thirteen rooms or something like Mm -hmm. that. So she figures, I'm gonna buy this house and I'm gonna help people from my neighborhood who are in between jobs or trying to find jobs and trying to find a spot to live that they can post room and board here. So she's giving back to her community, but it's in a white community she's living in. She's doing the right thing. She throws a house party, a housewarming, and it seemed like everybody on the on the south side of Chicago. That house party looked bomb. Yeah, so they was up they in this house. Music. They were doing it. Big. They was they were getting it in. Well, in the basement of this house, uh, D and her three friends were down there, and they were doing something that black folks to this day won't touch. Playing with Ouija boards. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. And so one of the friends said, you know, they all have their hands on the thing. And they said, one of the friends says, well, I have a good summer. And the thing points to no. Mm. And it wasn't until the next day when I'm looking at all the comment sections and everything else, they were saying, oh, he's wearing an outfit that was similar to Emmett Till. And I'm like, okay, so they referenced Emmett Till. I didn't know because they didn't call him Emmett. I didn't know that Emmett's, they called him Bobo. I didn't know that was Emmett Till's real nickname. I didn't know that until they do the episode with D where they open it up with Emmett Till's funeral, which was considered the hottest day of the summer. And all of Chicago, all the black people of Chicago came to this funeral. It was an open casket because the way this child was murdered and her, yeah, just just butchered. And the mother wanted it to be an open casket just to let them know this is what they did to my child. And that was important to have in a show like this because you're not just getting the fantasy and the excitement that we're mentioning and the great costumes and dialogue. You're getting history lessons. You're learning about things that a lot of us didn't learn about unless somebody told us when we were older because they damn sure ain't going to tell us and teach us in school. Mm-hmm. Um, through a show that you're enjoying. And I never knew that the casket ended up being like glass at the top because it was so hot in his body and the smell. So yeah. they had to like, they still wanted him to be seen, but it couldn't be just open. a regular open casket. And yeah. I'm like, I never knew that. And I've seen the pictures. Yeah, but they I don't look like it in never the pictures. In the pictures that you look at it, you're just like, it looks so surreal, you know? Yeah. And you're talking, so now here you're dealing with Diana who, now before I go on, Everything that's gone on in this episode or in this show, I never, it, I was, I, I didn't think about it till like the following day. This was nine episodes, where eight, what was it seven or eight? I think it was. Yeah, whatever. Did I realize I'm like, oh, her mother's name, Hippolyta. Why wouldn't her name be Diana? Damn it. That was a you cool know? tie-in. I didn't yeah. catch that until the end of the season either. Because yeah. you're just, we're so... You're so stimulated by everything else going on. You're not even, the it's one of those details. series. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those series. I know I'm going to watch two or three more times and I'm going to catch something new each time that I didn't before. Cause it's, yeah. it was just well done. Even yeah. um, what was her name? Cause I felt like she was done wrong at the end. Um, his little Asian boo. 
Oh yeah, Help me yeah. Out. Gia. Her episode, I will say that was one of the first episodes because uh, I've had episodes where I've had moments where I'm like, God, I, I, is there water leaking from my face? I feel like I'm gonna cry. Her episode was the first where I felt throughout the whole episode, you have me on the breaking point. That girl was acting her ass off. Yeah. I was on edge every single scene. And I like that you got to see the fact that yes, black people go through, but there were other people of color that go through too. And just to see how that works when you're both in the same setting and you still have a common enemy, but now I'm above you because I got this uniform on and this uniform is transcending over the color of my skin. So I'm straight popping your friends. What were they in Korea? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm popping your Korean friends like it ain't shit. <laughs> and I'm like, Tick, what is going on? Like, is this why you're so messed up? But they yeah. did her dirty when she came to the house because I'll be damned. Yeah, if when all she... that happens, you talk to me crazy and I help you later on. Listen. Yeah. Yo, look, nah, man, he knew that, who to talk to like that because Letty wasn't having it. Oh hell no! <laughs> he knew who he to did, bring He did the typical too. brother. He did he the did typical it. brother when he was like, he "I got to get her the hell out of here because I'm with Letty. I love huh. you know." Like, but God, dog, he he like what we had wasn't real. Boom, boom, boom. Now get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it, it was the get the fuck out part. I'm like, are you, cra you guys? Obviously, and you can see it in her face when he said it. I, that girl was acting. And I'm like, and you guys obviously had a trauma bond because her episode was episode six, yeah. was it? Yeah. You guys obviously had a trauma bond dealing with him being so separated from home on top of the racism that he knew he was dealing with there and having to go home because she was thinking, oh, you go back to America, you're living life. You can introduce me to Judy Garland, right? And he's mm -hmm. like, yeah. baby, <laughs> we all in the same boat when we go over there. It is not a paradise, but her even saying that just let you know how bad it was for them in real life, not even in the show, just right. real life. This is awful for us. So obviously when you go back home, you're living a better life, right? And just being in a traumatic environment like that and experiencing that, of course you guys bonded in more ways than just physically. So for him to just verbally abuse her like that, I'm like, y'all- it, it falls under that trope of the traumatized becoming the traumatizers. Pretty much, that, that's I hurt what it people, became. hurt people. Cause I'm like, abuse could be abusers. You're right. It was yeah, it awful, was... but her episode was so like lovely. And even the fact that I guess she never got the demon out of her. She just learned how to live. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like whatever she finished off the task, but at the same time, she, she almost became humanized again because, mm -hmm. because of tick, because like it was the first person she actually had loved and she felt this. And then her mother had died. So she had all these emotions going on. And no way to, to verbalize them, no way to internalize. She just stuck. Pretty much. And didn't know what to do with it. And but so when I like, told her that, yeah. That was, was that was really a, a great episode, mm -hmm. I think, for like anybody to watch, but especially people of color, because I think a lot of us can get into this mindset of we always have it worse than everybody else. And it's not that I don't believe that most of the time, but there are other people of color that are also in the same boat. And they're struggling and have struggled as well. So I like that they went into that at least for an episode. They definitely didn't still drag that theme because it was definitely still black folks versus everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like that they at least for one episode decided we're going to highlight this. Now, a character I did not expect to end up loving because I fucking hated him. You know, I was not here for Tick's daddy because I was missing uh, George so much. And Montrose. I was like, fuck Montrose. He can go to hell. I was not... Michael K. Williams, well, this is how you know when 
and this is always a good thing to know when you have an actor who does a role and you can't stand that character for Couldn't a reason, he acted his ass. This this entire let's put this out there. This entire cast acted their ass. Oh off. yeah. But Michael K. Williams playing the role that he played, like you're just like, he won't stop drinking. He talking to Tick all crazy. All no crazy. wonder Tick don't want to be bothered. And with they're him. like Indiana Jones episode. Uh, oh. What I call it for episode. That's what four. it was. Yeah, the, the um, I was episode. like, you know, I don't, I don't like you or trust you, but I also realize that they need you. And the mm. fact that somehow, some way, because I can never do it, you've read these books and scrolls and memorized them, so you're just off dome saying yeah. shit. So we obviously need see, you. Well, see, this is what happened the, when he mentions, like in a later episode, that he was dyslexic, and I'm like, oh fuck, no wonder he can read the the, the book of Adam and the book of that. Cause this shit looks huh. backwards to him. He so he's it was already clicking. So for I him, he was just like, okay. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm Come dyslexic. On, so they are coming like, through. So they were wow. really hitting on some notes, but it wasn't. I think that was, yeah, that was episode nine, nineteen twenty one. Yeah, yeah, nineteen twenty one rewind. Rewind. This was the episode that you know, cause they, cause Montrose mentions it several times throughout this, the duration of the series where they talk about Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, they called it riots. It was a massacre. That's mm -hmm. what it was. And, um, oh, God, it was intense. But this was the episode where Hippolyta returns, you know, with the blue, you know, she returns. <laughs> she returns and everything. She's just like, and she's confident and she knows what's going on. And by this time, D has been cursed by and the she, two. But side note, Hippolyta is confident because she came in with no explanation, babe. She was like, okay, yeah. where's my kid? They, like, where, like, where? they was like, bitch, where, where you been? <laughs> yeah, Machos was like, Hippolyta, where you been? And she was like, that don't matter right now. Yeah, she, where's they Diana? never even addressed it. It was just like breezing past. And you know what? They, they probably didn't think about it this deep, but maybe they did because the show is just so well written. But I'm like, kudos to you for having a moment where a woman can come in after being gone and just decide I'm going to be a mother now because yeah. we're so used to men just being like there's not seminars to teach men how to be more uh selfless you know what i mean like mm -hmm. they they just know how to think about themselves first they handle their business first they're rarely chastised for it um which is why it's so easy for them to break away from a family and just leave a kid hanging or get a pack of cigarettes and or get oh yeah and never come back because uh, i'm going to get some milk and just never come back daddy need a pack of cools i'll be right <laughs> <laughs> and if a woman ever ran out for some new ports and never came back she'd be crucified because you're not supposed True. to do that so i like that hippolyta got to come back and not explain herself but to nobody but diana like you know what i owe you an explanation i don't owe the rest of you shit like Mama went to be a temptation for a minute. Yeah, she <laughs> but she she comes back armed and ready, and she says, "We get we have to get the book of names." And the only and they, and they all say, "Well, Montrose says, well, the last time this book was seen was in the Oklahoma massacre in the riots, and it was burned up." And she's like, "I can get you there," and they're like looking at her like, "Oh, oh wait a minute, how wait?" Now you didn't introduce time travel into this whole show. At, at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. And she says, you know, she goes to this machine where she initially disappeared in the episode I Am. And she was like, but this thing needs a motherboard. And they're like, what? A what? And she's like, it needs a motherboard. It needs like a computer. And I'm like, where the hell are we going to get that? I'm the motherboard. Hold on. <laughs> you know, 
She jacks herself in, opens up a portal, sends Tick, Letty, and Montrose to 1921 Tulsa, Oklahoma. And this and and this is where I was pissed at Montrose in the in the first, in the beginning of the episode, but by the end I understood him. When Letty and Tick jump through the portal, and Montrose is standing there and he's hearing all those voices, he's memory remembering all those memories and stuff. I'm screaming at the television like motherfucker jump through the portal we ain't got all day you know we trying to get this book so we can get this spell so we can save diana's life so we can get christina's ass we trying to save people here but he did such a great job acting like an asshole you had at least until that episode you have little to no sympathy for him being traumatized and thinking about people that are traumatized from these massacres that have happened in Mm -hmm. real life because if anybody watched that show and just thought, oh, that was crazy. They wrote the hell out of that. That was a real thing it was that a real happened. Thing. It was a very So real to thing. see your friends and your families hunted and burned and everything in their own utopia, because this was Black Wall Street, baby. Like, yeah. this was a big deal, a huge plot of land where there were banks and there were all these businesses and we were running our own utopia. And for it to be uh, apparently, this was very kind of Emmett Till in the start because of I think it started in real life because somebody thought this white woman coming off an elevator had been raped or touched or something by a black guy. And instead of letting this man do a fair trial or whatever, they, the the lynch mob came out. Like we want their minds. Yeah. We just want blood. And I'm just like, this is fucking crazy. Rosewood. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And it wasn't the first one. So if anybody's listening and you want your own homework, it 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 was not not the the first first time time this happened. And nope. it's happened constantly over over in history. It's just it ha- constantly. I saw happened. like some propaganda, like some newspaper articles that the New York Times was printing off and putting out there. Because um, 1919, I want to say, um, yeah, like a few years before the massacre happened in Tulsa, um, several outbreaks of the same behavior happened because all this media content came out like blacks are preparing to murder and massacre whites or like on site and all the rest of this. And I'm just thinking, what? We're talking about the beginning of the ni- early 1900s, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you kidding me right now? If anything, people want to be left alone. People want to be free. People want to have the opportunity to start over. And I highly doubt that this was really going to happen. But to play devil's advocate, if it was going to happen, can you fucking blame them for how you treated people for hundreds of years? Yeah, God exactly. damn. Like the only reason you even come up with something like that is that white guilt. You feel guilty for how you know you've treated people and you're anticipating motherfuckers to get you back. You're anticipating it. And for them to just act first in this way. And it's not like everybody of color was going to be armed because the way that we are blackballed from ownership of things, come on now. Yeah. It's just going to be unfair across the board. Once again, something that's currently still happening. Mm, why you know, playing? Because people don't think it just, it's still happening, and redlining and all of that is still very. It's still, it's still real. a major, major thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, they make it back. You Montrose finally jumps through the portal. They figure out, okay, we need to go to our ancestors' house, which is where George and Montrose stay next door. And they get there. And Montrose is they get there and they see Montrose's father beating beating a young Montrose because Montrose was wearing George's tux or his uh he did he, he his put tux his, uh, and he put like the corsage in his yeah. head. And he was like, Not in my house, and he's beating. He's not beating with a switch though. 
he was beating him with a whole branch. I'm yeah, just that was the whole last tree. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude, I'm like, I'd be traumatized too. So he's he's beating him because even then Montrose was dueling with his sexuality, number one. Number two, his father was abusive as hell and showed more love towards George than anything. And this was the same day where he lost everybody he loved except for George. He lost it. It was a friend of his that they were kind of having a thing, but he had to tell him that day, we can't be friends no more because, quote unquote, he's a faggot. I'm just that's just what he says. And <laughs> it, it it killed him inside to have to relive all of this. And now you understand why Montrose is the way he is. You understand the fear. You understand oh, yeah. the anger. And then even Tick, like, by his side, because Montrose, of course, beaten the hell out of Tick growing up. Yeah, because it's what he knew. It's yeah, all he knew. And, and from the even when they got to that portal, Tick was pissed because Montrose was already drunk. He already knew I'm going to have to see some shit and deal with some shit. Yeah. And I still haven't dealt with this And he shit. told him, and he, because he's like, I can't, he, he pretty, before all of this happened, he was like, I can't even count on you for this. Really? Now? And then that's when he everything starts boiling down and you see it. And this was the episode where it really hit the fan because this happened on what was it this their prom night i think this was yeah because the girls was, had come in and they were like they canceled uh they canceled a dance yeah and nobody and, was sure like what was happening because it still hadn't really hit them yet it, it was so intense and tick had to go with Montrose to handle business letty had to go to the ancestors house to get the book of names and that's where it just two powerful scenes are broken down and in a way that just made you say, oh shit, what the fuck? So we'll start with, we'll start with Letty. <laughs> we'll start with Letty because she's doing her thing and, you know, Letty's got her, she, she basically got her sketchers on. That's what she's got. Listen, <laughs> because when I tell you, baby, she clocked them shoes so quick. The way she looked at her, I was like, she already, yeah. she know. Well, I think it, who was, no. it was like, it was like Tick's great, great grandmother yeah, or something like she, that. The first thing she looked at was the kids. And I was like, talk about an observant woman because yeah. I wouldn't have caught that right away. They were just like, who are you? And they, she had to make Not up something, this whole thing. And, and she had to, they had to wear the same outfits everybody was wearing. But those shoes gave it away, and Tick's ancestor looked at them shoes, and she ain't even say nothing. She just knew something was up. Oh, yeah, it was that face she gave. She was Yeah, like, you ain't telling the whole story. Basically. And so when it all starts to boil down, nightfall hits, and, you know, the crazy white, racist white folks start showing up in town and shooting up and tearing up shit. And Montrose and George's daddy this is the time I was siding with him because they came up there right when Letty, they were chasing Letty down. They were chasing her down and they shot her. And this is where she forgot she had a spell on her that makes her invulnerable. Yeah, so, so she, she was definitely in the Matrix, babe. Yeah, she fell and then that's when she realized, oh shit, bullets can't hurt me. Let me get my ass up. And <laughs> she, she gets up, runs in the house. They lit her in the house and Montrose and uh, George's father literally looks at all those white people and says, come on, I got enough bullets for all y'all crackers. And he Loved just it. starts firing off shots. And I'm just like, okay, now I like you. I didn't like you before, but now I yeah, like they came, you. They came ready because I like that scene. And then also the scene from the Haunted House episode yes. two, 
where um, as it soon was a as very white unspoken. Boys, yeah, very as soon unspoken. as some white boys started basically coming and, and taunting them, trying to terrorize them out of the neighborhood, I like that the men especially came to the rescue. Like they let Letty do her Beyonce thing and bust these cars up, but they also stood by with their guns. And I'm like, I need more of that visually. Yeah, like, it was. It wasn't so much. The, it, it wasn't so much protection. It was support. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it was. It was like we didn't. You didn't. You don't. Need and you didn't us have to, to beg. You. She didn't have to beg for it. Right. It wasn't something she, didn't she had to, to earn. She didn't, didn't have, have to, to explain. explain. It was just you went right into it. And I'm like, again, I do not know how much thought goes into each scene with the writers, but I'm just like that meant a lot to me as a black woman. Who a lot of times. You don't feel protected or even like we talked about before when we're going to these cons and stuff. I always like when a guy or especially a guy of color just lets me know, I see you, I got your back. If anything happens or someone makes you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that's huge right. without me having to say anything or, you know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. So yeah. both of those scenes, because they were ready to bust them white boys. <laughs> oh my God. They came, they came at the ready. So when they, when they litter in the house and she's telling them, and, you know, she kind of makes up this story who she is. Tick's grandmother, great-great ancestor, whoever, great-great-great-grandmother, she clocks Letty, but she doesn't say anything. And then that's when it all starts going down. You know, the town is basically being bombed. Stuff is being broken. People are shot, beaten, whatever. The house is being caught fire. And that's when Letty just tells the grandmother who she is. She tells her everything. Because this grandmother is going to die. Mm-hmm. This is how it's supposed to go. And she's telling her, she's like, you have a great, great, great grandson and blah, 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 blah. And this, 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 and this, this was happening. And I'm right now I'm carrying that child and, and all this other stuff. And she's like, and I came for the book of names because we have to save his, his, his cousin and all this other stuff. And so she goes to this painting on the wall and there's a safe in there. She pulls out the book in the book. She has a letter on the book and it says, we were never to open this book, but something tells me you're going to need it. And she gives her the book. And then then she says, pray with me. So as she's praying with her, she gets, she gets, she gets fire caught to her dress. And she starts going up in flames. Now it's not affecting Letty because she has this spell on her. So the fire isn't even touching her. But she's holding this woman's hand and they're doing the prayer and is the most gut-riching scene to see her stand there do this prayer who letty was already struggling with her faith but she's starting to come come around and she's praying with this woman and at the same time knowing that she has to die and she's watching her die right in front of her while she's holding this book it was all for this she was she was acting because even right before she let go of her hand because she had to that was crazy detail in the fact that when I let go of your hand, the rest of it burns. Cause that part of her hand that she was still holding mm-hmm. because she's invulnerable, it wasn't burning yet. And I'm like, what, what a great detail yeah. in a show to, to catch something like that. And then to burn afterwards, like that was really to know that everybody else died the way they did. Cause they were in a room where that door was still open. So you hear everybody else screaming and dying yeah, exactly. in their house. Exactly. Yeah. And then she and had to deal with just that. Knowing that that was real, like y'all really burned and killed up. Like everybody, everybody from what? And so, and so while all of that is going on in another part of that town, you have Montrose and tick and they're watching my young Montrose talk to his friend. I think his friend, what was it? I can't remember what the friend was, 
but it was basically his lover. But he was telling him, he was like, he was explaining to Tick, he was saying, this is the part where I tell him we can't be friends anymore because he's gay. And my father don't want me hanging around with you and all this other stuff. And he says, well, he said, okay, but he's like, yeah, but then he dies right after that because these, these white boys roll up and they chase him down and they shoot the friend point blank range in the head. Right in the head. And he's telling Tick this whole thing and he's seeing it unfold all over again. He said, and right when they were getting ready to jump on me, here come George and your mother. No, it was it. Was it George and his mother? Yeah. No, George and it was, it was, I can't remember her name, but they come and he said they came like, a, like the cavalry and started swinging and, and beating them and everything else and backing Montrose up and stuff. But he said, and this was the part of the story I never told anybody. And cause see now they were being the, the younger versions of themselves were being overwhelmed. And he says, and this was the part of the story I didn't tell anybody. He said, a stranger shows up with a baseball bat like Jackie Robinson and starts swinging and beating and everything. And so Tick is watching everything unfold. He's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Because Montrose originally was going to stop it himself and Tick told him he can't. Yeah, he can't. He can't interfere. And but he's like, but something's wrong. Where's the stranger? And right when Tick took a slight step forward, his foot hits a bat. And that's when it all clicked. Tick was the stranger. That's literally when I was on my couch, like bawling yeah (laughs) tick was the stranger and i was i sat back and i'm like oh my god son of a bitch tick is about i'm like this was supposed to happen and then for him to i can't see y'all got me (laughs) for him to go through and protect his dad like that because then there was still that conversation of i may or may not be your dad because i was out here with these men and George is probably your dad because when they had to save Diana and you're looking at like the next blood he, he relative, said, he said, they're he like, said, you may not be it. Yeah. And so he that was, was saying, that was, was saying, crazy. He was saying how I may not be your dad, but I sacrificed everything to be your father. And when Tick goes out there with that bat and just basically just hauls ass on Listen, everybody. My favorite part is when he hit that one bitch. I was, <laughs> yeah! No he mercy. That was an equal opportunity ass woman because she came up and he hit her with the bat and knocked her down and it was just like, Listen, hey, you came here, you can get this too. I loved it because I think she had on her little dress. To, he knocked the shit out of her. I was like, yes, to being like rated E for everyone. I right. am here <laughs> for it. So Drag it was, them all. It was one of those episodes where you just like, damn, but you were so glad the moment happened because he went in and broke them all down. And then looked at the young Montrose and said, I got you, kid. Which and is I was just mad. what I was like, damn, all this time. So the dream that the fever dream we thought was a fever dream in the first episode wasn't a fever dream. This was just a, a combination of things to come. And he does that. And right before he goes out there with the bat, you know, he Montrose is breaking down, and it's the first time you see Tick and Montrose embrace as a father and son like he gets it now he gets what happens to Montrose when he was younger he gets why he is the way he is and now he can accept it now he knows right it was this trauma that broke him like that's a lesson for I think anybody because it's so easy to um 
blame your parents for stuff that they could have, should have done better mm-hmm. instead of looking at them like you were a human being and who knows how you grew up, who knows what created what is raising me now. So to be able to be mature enough to have that empathy for, I see now how you grew up. And although it's not okay, um, I'm still going to be there for you. We can start over right now. So that episode had a lot of healing and dealing for the characters to do, but I felt like it was like therapy for anybody. It was. That was it watching. Truly was. That was therapy. I'm like, I hope any black man that goes through this where their dads either aren't there or you have a dad where it's like, my dad was in the house, but he was not emotionally there. The house, it's right. like, so there's a lot of that going on too, where you'll financially provide, but you're not providing anything else. There. Yeah, you're not. And then you just, you have to find out everything yourself. So I, I was really hoping that anybody that watched that, especially black men, um, they got something from it to see mm-hmm. the different layers of you can whoop ass, but you can also cry. And I know there's a running joke that Tick be crying all the time. Well, I, I understand. I know why. You but know I'm you like, know. okay, like let him cry. Like this, this man been okay. going through it. <laughs> uh, listen, forever. So I'm like, it is okay to see people that look like us cry. To be like I said, multifaceted. To have that opportunity. Same for Ruby with her bomb ass episode. <sighs> when she was going in and out of body snatching. So, <laughs> first of all, Ruby. I was not expecting uh, that to be Christina the whole time. That, th- that when was they one were of in that tower, When they were in that tower, the way she started talking, I'm like, something ain't right. I, Shit, that ain't Ruby. What? <laughs> I'm like, huh? Ruby. Huh? Like the body switching and taking the pose, they was definitely into some real ass, real ass black magic but um to ask my um my new co-host question would you since episode was a strange case episode episode five for Ruby? yes yes um would you guys take a potion to be white if you could because that's what she you know did for those listening she got to take a potion and just do simple Live. stuff uh, yeah. Like people were making fun of the fact she got ice cream and sat on a park bench, but y'all don't understand. That was a historic. Right? That was a historical connotation. That basically was saying like they couldn't do that back in the day. Couldn't. And there was even you know, and they gave it to her to for free bench. on top of that. Listen, she was like, "Oh, I ain't got it." And they're like, "Oh no, it's fine." I'm like, "You get free ice cream for being white since when?" Like right. forever. Right. Put me on. <laughs> 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 I didn't know. House for free back in the day. Listen. So yeah, it was it was some. Would I do definitely it? some strong. Yeah, but would you guys no. take no. take some potion no. to be white? I I nope. would. I don't have the. I don't. I don't have the need to do as so. Hard I don't as want the struggle to. is being black. I wouldn't give it up because it's so much we've done behind the scenes and in front of the scenes that why would I want to give that up? You know right, I mean? right, like, right. I would say no to who I am now, but if I had to grow up the way Ruby did, uh, and especially because I already feel like I'm an undeniably black woman, but she has this gorgeous, darker skin. And you already know the colorism is real in our community, yeah, let alone yeah, across yeah. the board. So yeah. just, I can also understand her doing it and probably would if I was in the 1950s too, from the sense of, I want a break. I want the job. I want the life that I feel like I should have, but because of my skin oh, look, or my size, stop. What'd you say? Oh my God! Did someone say his name three times? We oh, said "screw buffle" three times, and he appeared. In the there you go. <laughs> oh my God! It's like Beetlejuice. He's he just, like Beetlejuice. He just appears. But a lot of people apparently had a problem 
with the amount of gore that would happen when Ruby would change. Um, in that was the sickest the way I've ever seen a transformation but I ever. Loved it. I loved that it. That was I'm like, so what are crazy. You about? This is beautiful. Even the whole sex scene, and she literally bursts out of the body. I'm like, I visually stunning. <laughs> yeah. Visually stunning. What are you talking they, about? They 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 uh, they they here. <laughs> but it's, it was some. But to answer that question, no. Um. Well, let me, ask you this. let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Now, if I change what my credit score going to look like, and then <laughs> um, where do I live? That's what I'm saying. You change. You go get that loan. You go get that house. Because if I get that credit score real quick and go back to me and be normal, me, and then go they back. Keep all that shit, I'll Make do that. it. Make that move. That, that, HBR, that interest rate for the white boys. <laughs> I'm telling you, not the HR. You know we older. Like <laughs> <laughs> the APR, the, 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 hmm. the fiscal unit on that. You know the, the fiscal FBI. unit. <laughs> we I got our kids in a good school district. It looks good now with ten years interest and equity. I could be paying a quarter of a million on that land. You got to diversify your bonds. Yeah, you got to diversify, diversify bonds, the bonds exactly. <laughs> no, but if I could do that. If I can use that day and go and just clear up everything, like, hey, I know this guy, Darius, I want to clear out his credit score. And I'm like, oh, for you, Bob, sure, real Chris. They go right on because it's not like Ruby stayed like that forever. It was just enough time. So I'm like, you could yeah, get you give a me lot enough time. To, it, in that time. It, you just walk into a point. bank, they be like, Norm, here's your million dollars. <laughs> here's your money. <laughs> here's that extra 10,000 loan uh -huh. you needed there. But I didn't ask for that. Did you that didn't have to. You didn't have to. <laughs> You're good. You're good yeah, for it, Norm. You're good for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I would yeah. do it only for the benefits because, let's face it, <sighs> you know, there's, there's an extra. Uh... And that's what she started to do. She got the job. I think the first was just the relief of. And she then after the that, that, she, she was wanted. like, okay, well, let me get this job and let me do this. I did find it interesting that as a white woman, she started to treat the other darker girl that was there almost the like she was being treated herself. So I found mm -hmm. that interesting to play yeah. with those dynamics because I think we all know some people of color where they, they end up making a certain amount of money traveling in certain circles. And all of a sudden, even politically, it's like, Heard are you said not black anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right, Courtney. So it makes you feel like that Audi. <laughs> you're no longer one of us because you end up detaching. So it was interesting because that didn't even take long for Ruby to do. Right. She was not in this form very her long. Focus for her focus was on mind. the wrong thing. Yeah, her oh, focus absolutely. Was on. So well, we've seen absolutely. that happen though. You that's like that's like the it's the equivalent of people who are broke getting money for the first time, like a real significant amount. Or they'll not act. They'll not act. You'd be like. Hey man, let me get five dollars. Five dollars. I only carry hundreds. <laughs> or they'll tell you to get yourself together. And it's like, a pulse yeah. and like, let me get five dollars, Bob. Hey, here's a hundred. Keep the change. <laughs> go, and go apply yourself, nigger. Yeah. Pretty much. Hard R. Hard R. Go do something. But yeah, it was, all the on you. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, in a, in a jokingly way, yeah, we probably would. But you know, no, like you said, Brandy, knowing myself now, no, no I, I just couldn't do it. But the show and we just we just barely scratched the surface. Oh, there's on so many things. <laughs> what this show meant to meant to just black people and meant to people, period. Like like I said, you know, they had the I am episode had Josephine Baker Baker, you know, in, infused in it in the, the homie Amazons, which sidebar the Dora Milaje from Black Panther, the movie, their look 
is based off the Dahomey Amazons. They were. And I did not know group. that until yeah. I did that homework. Dahomey. Yeah, the 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 it sounds the way it sounds is the way it's spelled. The homie, yeah, the big homie, man, he down the street, man. (laughs) But those women were fierce, and to see some of the pictures that I looked up online, there was only so many of them. But I'm just like, this is what I wanted to learn in history class. Like, yeah, you wasn't gonna get that no history class. We know that. That's a part of what we mean when we say white privilege because America. Our stuff are, are like electives that you learn in college. That's a part of the privilege we speak of. You got to go to special. You got to pay for our it. Stuff. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you got to pay for it. Yeah. So Here's all this I, free white history. Go to college. Oh man, Or like that meme we posted where it was like the how the U.S. thinks they are and it's Superman, oh, yeah. like how you really are. It's Homelander. Homelander. Like, the Homelander. <laughs> You're fucking homeland. No, we're Clark, we're Superman. No, you're in not. In your history <laughs> books, you are the rest of the world. They seem Homelander. Yeah, we we we're definitely uh Oh my looking goodness. more like a Homelander situation. In your yeah. books, you're Obama. Everybody yeah. else sees Trump. You know what to say? Not lying. Uh, by the way, go vote, everybody. We can't Please afford do. no number four. Please, we can't. We can't afford it. If I don't you can know vote what early, happened. Go. I don't know what happened the first time. How did we end up here? Nobody Shit. voted. Nobody Damn. did they really just think, win. okay, it, child. It was, it was like the lesser two Eves. It was like, oh, Hillary. <sighs> Trump. Well, uh, I just uh, said yeah, it out. I well, that didn't help. Let's roll the yeah. dice and uh, see what happens. Right. Well, get Obama yeah. back. You know, we, we sure as hell wish. One could, one could hope. Maybe on that earth that Hippolyta was at, he was. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm like, how we go through that portal, girl? Like, let me, what motherboard can I get just right on my arms? Like, what can I, and the visuals they provided just for that I Am episode, uh, I'm like, okay, cosplay girls. Like, what are we doing? Because yeah. there's just so many costumes. These are LED strips, right? LED yeah, strips. Yeah, I was like, them. how do I do? And even her being able, I think the last form she took was from, here I go again, tearing The last Arithia form Blue. she took was her daughter's character. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, my son draws, and it's interesting to see how. And shout out, and I'm, and I'm going to do this before you go ahead. I'm going to do this because, like Hippolyta did, I'm shouting out Afua Richardson, who yes. is the artist for everything on this show. And when I seen that work, I'm like, I know whose work that is. And when Hippolyta shouted her out, so she's good. like, Where did you learn to draw? When Diane says, Where did you learn to draw? Oh, an artist named Afua showed me. I'm like, No, she didn't. Shout <laughs> out. And I'm like, This is the continuous support I want to see in production and writing in and out of the community. And I, it was just, it's just so good to see how she viewed her mom. Like even when they had to have the hard conversation because episode, uh, what was it? Eight y'all took us out of the game. So we did watch it with the lights on. I watched that shit at 3 a.m. Like a Yeah, dummy. that was your worst movie. Like a dummy. <laughs> That's I one said, of the little weird creep. You already know. Yeah, Tops and Bobsy. They, was oh getting it. they were getting it. It was like TikTok dancing. I was like, okay. Like I said, there's nothing not worse. Than, that. There's nothing worse <laughs> than having something chase you that no one chase you down that no one else can see no one else can see Don't and say the, that because, and the, look man for the longest time you know how you leave the basement and you run upstairs and turn the lights yeah, on absolutely <laughs> no but these one little time hoes. when i was a kid my cousin turned the lights i was pitch black dog when i tell you i ran and i know you did every inch of that you house, pulled a letty 
Man, <laughs> hey, I turned corners. I didn't even know it was corners. I turned them shits with it. You freaked out. So to see this be in real life, because I, I still say the scariest part of that episode to me was the first 10 minutes where the cop cursed her. And oh even that, even God. having him spit on her. And trip her? And trip her. I just want to, I got to wonder how that actress felt in that scene. Now, I know the spit ain't real, but to have to be, to be yanked around like that and then by the cops. Yeah. It, it has to be. It's one of those moments where you realize, even when Michael B. Jordan was talking about getting counseling and going to therapy after playing Killmonger, like some of these characters they go to so deeply, you'll so find deep. yourself being like, I hate white people. And it's like, okay, it's this character, but then you're also dealing with the fact that we, on a regular outside of a show, deal with these little microaggressive things that people aren't aware of or they think we're making it up or they're like oh you always bring it up race because everything is about it the his historical context of how america was formed all so, of it is about it like you gotta on, bring it up on it that sense. note i do a lot of driving for my job and i go to a lot of different and that's the crazy thing about my job because in my job i deal with trump people biden people black people white people you know all of them all every spectrum so it just kills me to go to like the trump supporters house and you see like 45,000 Trump make America great or keep America great, Trump Biden, back to police and all this stuff. And it's just like, dude, here I am, this big black guy coming into your house and you have no choice but to smile and shake my hand and kiss my ass because I keep your people safe. And it's just not that that's a great feeling because, you know, I shouldn't be getting off on that. But it does feel good because it's like no matter what you believe in right now, you need me more than I need you. So you might want to get off your high horse and realize that no matter what you think of, we all in the same boat at one point in time or another, we all need each other. Right. So it's just like, and this dude was, this one dude was like, uh, does my Trump stuff offend you, uh, guy? No, not at all, because I'm still getting paid. <laughs> I don't have to be It's here. like sometimes they, they want to be provocative and they want yeah. it to bother you. It's like he wanted it, it doesn't, yeah, they want it to bother you. <laughs> and I think that's and that, that's the thing I've learned in this job is because, like I said, I go to so many different type of houses, so many different people. It's like some people are already on edge because their family members, you know what I'm saying, has this ailments. And now it's just like, here comes these black guys, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm about to I'm about to do something. It's provocative. almost like the ultimate fuck you. Yeah, but it's just like, dude, <laughs> you're not gonna get me to lose my job. I'm not about to go crazy in here. Listen, we're don't not gonna touch me or spit on me. You know what I'm saying? You can say what you want. You can put as many hard R's and Trumpers all up who you want. I'm going to walk out of here. You're just like, oh, so you must one. not want this oxygen tank then. Is, is yeah, that what you're to bro, you start getting too disrespectful. Nigga. I start packing that shit up like the niggas on the Titanic when the boat was going down. <laughs> Listen. Hey, 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 Jimmy. hey, Jimmy, wrap that shit up. Hey, let's go. No, all right, I man, know you said you probably phone. shouldn't take a little bit of joy in that, but anytime me or like my ancestors or I jokingly say like inner slave girl can be like, hey, um, this is one for me and mine. I take that. No, 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 no. I say I don't take pride in the fact. I take pride in my job. I take pride in the fact that every now and then you have this hillbilly guy who Trump signs all over the place. But he's when I'm in there, it's like, oh, thank you, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, and I'm just like, damn. If I wasn't in here, I'd be a nigger. But today, I'm oh sorry. yeah, you would. I like, to, I like to call them out for stuff that they normally aren't used to being called out for. Right. So I remember at one of my jobs because I have too many. Um, a lady. I'm normally not dressed up at the first job. I'd get dressed up when I would have to work the bar at night. 
So they weren't used to seeing me all beyonce out. I'm normally homeless. So she was like, oh my God, I almost didn't recognize you. You look so good. And I was like, oh yeah, thank you, Jen. Thank you, girl. Uh, and then she was like, yeah, it's like, it's like you look like you could be like walking onto like a hip hop video set or something. And I said, I'm She sorry. called you a video. Like, right, right. You look like, now Here's hold my on thing. now. What made this bad is one, I have on like a Carl Thomas sweater. So I don't know what rap video set I'm going on fully she covered. She's doing juicy. Absolutely not. <laughs> Second of all, I was like, so how come it couldn't be like a country video or, you know, a pop video? Like what made you say hip hop? She's like, oh, I didn't. Mm -hmm. We weren't thinking. Yeah. We? Stepping on your I, tongue again, listen, Jen. Make them uncomfortable because the more we oh, assimilate, the more they just I have think my everything hood. is okay. I, I told you about the hood thing. I always wear a hood. I wear and I wear a big bright red one for work with my red shoes and my khakis. So I'm already looking like I'm going to do something. And he yeah. gotta have a mask on, so I got a black mask, red hoodie. Oh, big black guy walking in your house and you don't know what's going on. And I don't call ahead sometimes. I just show up at your shit. Not just show up. This one lady. He's like, here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get the gun. <laughs> I went to this house. Oh man, it had to be just getting dark. And I was like, you know what? Last stop, I'm gonna just get it done. So I ain't gotta do it tomorrow. Knock on the door. This little white lady came there. She's like, oh my god. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I got some stuff to deliver. She's like, oh, you scared me. <laughs> And then you see now, had this been like a 1919 or 21, that would have been DC's ass if she felt away. That would yeah. have been you know what I mean? Like, day. it don't take much for My them truck to be like, I felt scared. On fire. Listen, yeah, right. somewhere hanging red shoes but see, that's why that episode with D was so powerful because despite the fact she went through all that horror in the beginning. When she figured it out, like she was like, okay, I'm gonna fight whatever this is that I'm gonna fight, but first I'm gonna confront the cop who just Come spit on. my face. Oh God, best line of the whole season. Fuck you, Piv. <laughs> and, she sh and she shut him down because when they were asking her name, she was like, what's your mother's name? And she was like, Hippolyta. And he was like, Hippo, what? These niggers in their name, African names. And I'm like, when Which she, was also hilarious because you're like, what? now you're showing just it's bad enough you're ignorant. Now you're really showing how ignorant you are. And when she goes to confront him at this at the whatever little building Pig, they were at, Piggly Wiggly, the Piggly Wiggly. Oh right. no, the, 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 the blue. The Do blue they still oyster. have those stores? Are they? Yeah, they I think so. Down south, yeah, she went to confront him over at the Blue Oyster over there, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so. When she spits on the cop that spit on her, she spits on him, then looks at the cop that made fun of her mother's name and said, and Hippolyte is Greek, asshole. And she walks out. And she walks out. I'm just like, thank you, Diana. <laughs> you every bit your mother's daughter. Thank you. Every bit. And I'm like, <laughs> you know how many black people have wanted to do that or say that, especially if we are pulled over or followed for no fucking reason other than being black. And it's just, it is just a relief to see that especially through a young black girl because one thing I like throughout that whole episode which is very true with what a lot of black girls and I think black women feel is like we are invisible a lot of times mm -hmm. and um just that same energy is not for us when things happen to us like we do in March for 
Trayvon Martin and, right. and Emmett Till. Like we get it together. Black women are like a backbone when it comes to we're going to do this. We're going to organize that. This is mm -hmm. what's going to get it done. Um, so to have an episode where these things are following you and nobody else can see them but you, that's real that for us because it seems like nobody else can see what we're going through. And then you have a black man that comes in at the end and he is trying to help you. He's literally holding you thinking he's helping and he's hurting yeah, exactly. You. Like yeah, exactly. he he messed this up and it was like, man, there were so many levels to unpack in that episode. It wasn't even funny. And then the fact that they let her stay hurt. I was not expecting them to pull uh, you know, how to train your dragon. It's like, damn, you just lost yeah, Lynn for yeah, real? Right. That's the first thing I thought. But what she did though, but they hiccuped? She... Oh yeah. yeah. You came back around like fucking Ironheart. I was yeah. like, bitch, what? <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was I'm like, like and I'm sitting there, I'm like, this? I'm like, she's not even corrupted. I love what she just did. Rip no, her throat she, out. I, I love it. I like that she's like, you still don't get it. Let me just go. I was like, huh? We could follow her for another nine episodes and I would be waiting like, Diana, where you want us to go? Because she's always been feisty, even when they went um, and she was, her mom was talking about, because I know we talked about another episode about how, yeah, I named this comment, but since I was black, they didn't want it to be, you know, by a black girl and for Diana mm. to be like, everybody in here, my mama named this. Like she's always yeah. been that chick. Yeah. And I love that even with something as traumatic as losing a limb, because I could not imagine. Unless it was going to be replaced with something like that, baby. Then we in there. Then Yo, just, <laughs> like, I'll never be, be able to draw again. Don't worry, mama got you Oh yeah, you don't back. worry. <laughs> Mom got you. And without her going away like she did, she wouldn't be able to have her. So I like that they got to have their conversation and heal because she felt so abandoned. And I could only imagine how scared she felt because just lost you don't your have father. a mom and dad. Now, yeah, just you lost your father. You are by yourself here. Right. Just lost your father. Mother missing, could be dead. And now you can lost your best friend. You. Yeah. Your, your best was... friend died. Even at the start of, I want to say, the final episode where uh, she's she was coloring or drawing or something. And then you basically see the newspaper like, hey, nobody's going to pay for your friend's murder. So, yeah. Like, yeah. can't imagine that shit. You could, that's the time where we probably really wanted to riots when things like that happen. But um, when you don't have that the power in full, right. I'm like, y'all, they were bombing that place. That was crazy. When Letty yeah. was walking through and they were dropping bombs, I heard the military was involved. I'm like, what yeah. the oh, fuck? Yeah. Right oh, yeah, they bombed yeah. it. They what the hell? It. Hiroshima. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, we're going to teach them. I'm like, that was that was mobilization. I'm like, you just don't come up with that. You, you had don't, plans. not at all. You had you plans. Have plans. They, were they mobilized the whole army and bombed and the that's shit literally out of what we are concerned about now and still, which so many people politically can't understand. I'm like, if y'all really cared to have things to be equal, you wouldn't feel like this, but you don't. So there's a level of like the racism and classism, y'all y'all want it to stay like it is. Yeah. Some of y'all mm -hmm. just feel bad for saying that, especially those hidden Trump supporters. You may feel bad for saying that, but you don't want shit to really change. Because that True. would mean you, the privileges that you're afforded, which a lot of them have nothing to do with finances, but the privileges that you're really afforded are now going to be equal opportunity and you don't want that. You like yeah. the feeling of feeling like I'm above this person. You do. Because unless we're singing or playing basketball or some shit, y'all don't give a fuck. That's how I feel. The you're, just looking, you're, just, you're just looking to be entertained. Pretty That's much. It. If we're entertaining, we're okay. As soon as we start opening our what mouth, it's shut say? up and play. You better go out there and be somebody. They can dribble through your legs. Yeah. Go ahead, <laughs> Tell that joke. Rat. But Pretty much. Note, Tell these kids how to make it. But on that note. <laughs> that was such a great episode. Right, it was. <laughs> well, on that note, we are at the end because I know we got things to do anyway. We do. Um, we do. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, we do. Yeah. I don't know if you do. <laughs> you do. So, uh, <laughs> like, we got things to do. But I told the story on the triangle when I did this shit. It was like, oh, black women don't do that. And, I, and I flat <laughs> out. <laughs> I flat out just did it. She literally was like just that. like, oh, we, we got like shit that. to do. I don't know about you. No, I was just like a point. I <laughs> no, wasn't you like. Did the whole, you was a no, whole. No, because you was doing a Beyonce thing. I ain't even. Yeah, Whatever. Okay. I'm not going to Thank you. First <laughs> season, you're proving my point. I already feel 10 points higher. Jesus. Well, <laughs> this is the point. end of the show. Uh, you can check out Blurred's Eye View on anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also check yeah. us out on YouTube. And we also have a new we also uh, also have a new web page. So you can check us out there too on black uh blurdseyeview.org. Uh check out some of the articles we're putting up. You know, we're still putting stuff up, so Check that out. Uh, Darius, what you want to talk about? What you want to close uh, it out with? So, sadly, um, what the shit is coming to the end of our first season? Not that. <gasps> so made it. Baby mama, we made it. <laughs> Baby uh, so, mama, but um, like Offset or something? <laughs> you know that little bad and booty. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't bring that back in. <laughs> You little, little, little bad booty. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh my god! It's like, so how'd you feel to be left off bad booty? You damn little you bad, bad booty. Bad booty? Oh, no, but for real, seriously. Uh, Can you say that again in English, though? <laughs> <laughs> I love that thing, man. Joe Budden was like, <laughs> Joe Budden. Oh uh, no, so <laughs> it's, it's not even relevant season. anymore. <laughs> There's so much in just saying, oh, Joe Budden. <laughs> right. <laughs> When there was so wrong, much in that <laughs> because I felt like it was so promising, and then you look back and be like, "This nigga had one whole album." It, <laughs> it was it was very promising when you have a voice like he does. Yeah, like that it, alone pumping got him a lot of. I want to know. No, she want to know, and uh, focus. Yeah, ten minutes. Ten minutes was my shit. It is yeah. and, and his features song. He did a song called "Whatever You Want" with Christina Milian because I still bump it. And he rapped in the beginning and towards the end, it was actually really good. So it was another one with Tank and Lil Wayne. She don't put it down like you. That was a good one too. Oh yeah, it was promising. But at least he's doing his podcasting. He's using that voice for something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got a great voice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to what I was saying. Fun Joe, but I mean, hey Joe, but what's up? Don't want to be like DJ Academics now. We don't want to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll say stuff, man. I can't help it. <laughs> brain it just uh so the end of season one of what the shit is coming um but don't fret we have a special bonus episode to bridge the gap with the triangle Mm -hmm. so um we will be there so tune in okay Uh, next sunday is our season finale but don't fret because two weeks after that or a week after that the episode is coming um smoking reviews is coming um, that's Courtney's brainchild, which is a book. It sounds like it's about smoking, but it's not. It's really just a it's review not. show about different uh, products, food, uh, music. We're just going to review a whole bunch what? of stuff. I thought y'all was going to be high in reviewing. I am disappointed. Oh, <laughs> my God. No. I literally thought it was like, we're getting high and then we're going to review things. I'm like, oh, this oh. is genius. This is hilarious. Well, kind of. I don't yeah. smoke, but anyway, somebody <laughs> might be high. You never know who might come through. Snoop Dogg. See, that's why you got to look, because you never know. You never know. know. So watch because it's smoking reviews and it's coming. And um it's coming soon. Matter of fact, I think it starts after this ends. 
Nice. After what the shit ends. Um, so there's that. Uh, new projects, know? new projects coming soon. New projects. Oh yeah, new projects. Um, a lot of different stuff coming down the pipeline. A lot of people aren't going to be happy. We're we're oh. we're being vague with it because we don't want nobody taking our ideas. We had a jacker on the swagger, and uh, I'm gonna just say this: don't be out here tubing it on. Oh, that's what I want to do. Public service announcement. Short cocking it. What are you, what are you yeah. talking about? Um, I was gonna Zoom say, people. is he gonna stand up? What's happening? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Zoom happening? etiquette. Stop whacking your shit on Zoom. Like that shit. What? Not, <laughs> you didn't know. That's what dude was doing. That's what I said too. That's why he. Oh, was I off. thought you. I thought oh you were God. talking about somebody. Just, okay, I thought you. No, okay, the dude mind. from uh that the New yeah. York Times or whatever. Jeffrey yeah, yeah. was beating his meat on the fucking Zoom call. And then still What up about a Zoom call was just getting ready? And then he ready. came back and lowered his camera and had his shit out on camera. Wang. He was getting spicy on the thing. So public service, now if you're going to do your shit, at least make it look like you're not doing it. My guy, you can't be on these extra arm motions. What in the, what were they even talking about? Like, <laughs> they were doing a, they were, And the crazy Zoom. part is they were doing a presidential election like uh, simulation. And he oh was supposed my to be like God. the courts. So he was underneath the robe banging his gavel. Um, so <laughs> don't be out here tubing it on Zoom, man. Keep shit in your pants. It's unprofessional. Now your dick out on Zoom. I'm just saying that right Unacceptable. now. Unacceptable. Don't do that. It's called OnlyFans, people. Learn to yeah. use it. Uh, or yeah, Patreon. I mean, if, if you're going to do it, or if Patreon, you're going to do it, get guy. paid for it. If you're going to do it. Jesus. But uh, yeah, that's my public service now. But don't be out here tubing it on Zoom, man. Just keep your shit in your pants. Until after the call, or at least you know, don't make it look obvious, motherfucker. <laughs> and to our new crew member, Brandy, what you got? I'm the new crew member. Uh, yay me! Um, I'm excited to get ready for our next episode of the Triangle. So if you go to my Instagram, it's oh so your Brandy, spelled exactly how it sounds. Your Y O U R E. And Brandy with an, oh yeah, pretty much. And Brandy with an I, you'll see the triangle pages right there. Typically people can get to our podcast page by my page. Cause I've just noticed that they flow it's that easy. way. It's just easier. So check us out. Cause we're talking about any and everything we fucking want. We have the news angle about any and every fucking thing we want to talk about in the news, celebrity, political, whatever may be going on. And then we also have the sex angle, which is doing just numbers. Well, uh, like the, I'm the, the Monica Lewinsky episode of 60 Minutes. Don't bust that nut yet. We'll be right back. Yeah, I'm just I'm so mad at how well it's doing, but people just want like sex. So we got um some different people coming on. I know I want to get some drag queens on. I know I want to get a polyamorous couple pop in. So we're going to keep expanding that because it's Ooh, apparently it's what people spicy want. In there. Yeah, yeah. because it, it, everybody that comes on, they're very open. We create a safe space. This is, you know, we don't judge here at the Triangle. So say what you want. I'm very excited to have uh, them. I don't know. Y'all we don't judge. <laughs> they don't now judge. we judge your horse porn bullshit. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> that's, that's and for that dies. story. Yeah, so if you want to hear that. Go back to uh, episode back. 7. 76 of Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Go to episode but, seven of Blurred's yeah. Eye Beautiful to watch that one. About yeah. that. Uh, and then I have some stuff in the works as well. Um, I'm going to be on a show called Penny Candy, which I'm excited about. So I'm not going to say too much about that, but I love the person that's doing it. Damian Nova is amazing. And he's also an artist, so you can check out his page too. Um, Neon Claws is the band name. Super cool. 
So check them out. And then me and a friend I've known forever and a day, we're finally going to get our golden goddess products as well as doing just some live streaming for the women. So any females listening, if you're all about manifesting, plug, plug, plug. I love this. If you're all about manifesting and wanting things to be right in your life. And also since we're going to have products coming out, let's say if you got a dick appointment and you want to light a candle because it's dick time, we're going to help you with that. With we're going to help if you. you don't know oh, how yeah. to light a candle. That dick ain't the for Oh, no, no, no. The last that's, of your that's problems. going to no. <laughs> You can't light a fucking candle. It's not a matter of is the teaching last thing you. Your mind. It's not a matter of teaching someone how to light a candle. A lot of times women have to be in a certain <laughs> headspace, which you dumbass, to enjoy <laughs> sexual saying, relations. So candles and oils and Meditation. different things like that, we're going to help people get into because we want all of our women to live their best lives. And I'm also going to stop being a lazy sack of shit and start another YouTube channel that I want to do just called What I Bought and What I Thought. And it's literally going to be that. Wait, did she say be lazy? Because I'm listening to everything she's plugging. She's, <laughs> she's literally the other <laughs> pinnacle of what you guys keep saying I am. It's a lot. He's a female Wayne Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love Wayne Brady. (laughs) No, it is. It's um. I also okay. Hold uh, up. Okay. Chris, you're Nick Cannon. She's Wayne Brady. Y'all both. Why do I gotta be Nick Cannon? We cannot just be like. (laughs) Can I be like a light skin? Can I be like Cannon's pockets? though? yeah. Well, he got the pockets, but you know, unfortunately, I'm not gonna go back on anything I say. Well, I will say that. Oh, can I plug Reginald D. Wheatman's sex show? Yeah, well, you know what? Speaking of which, uh, tune into Blurred's Eye View next week for our special Halloween episode. Uh, we Chet come in Deuster dressed House. as Chet, Chet Deuster. How many times you change his name? Well, there's two of them. You know, Reginald <laughs> Man's music is the new swarmy news guy. Swarmy, and, uh, I swear you guys are taking my my word. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a swarmy newsman that likes to scrabuffle. How about that? Please stop. Like, the way I just almost shot <laughs> that didn't even work. Oh, my God. She I hate it her so mouth. much. I did. Like, Jesus Christ. But no, Chet Deuster House is a 18-year-old frat guy who just loves the fucking party, and he'll be here. Chet Deuster House. I, I really think, hate you I think right Deuster's going to give us a call just because you used the first half of his last no, name. No, Deuster. Not Deuster. I know. Deuster like Deuce. the third. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to call him Chess Dooster Bagger, but, you know, that just sounds real rapey. Oh, my God. That does sound really rapey. Who raped you? Chester Dooster Bagger. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a guy who raped you. Yeah, like, let's get you in for the rape kit. Definitely did that shit. (laughs) Good Lord. Well, but Chess Dooster House, yeah. Well, that's all the plugging we got. No, no, no. Oh, you got more plugging. Reginald Wheat Man is coming up with his sex uh, show, news show, so it's going to be called Tubing It. Tubing It. On Zoom. The, co- the co-host is the co-host is the guy Derry seen on Zoom Jeffrey and Rudy Tubin. Ju- Je- Jeffrey Tubin and Rudy Giuliani. So there it is. <laughs> Those are the first two that's guests. The last plugs. And we got Rudy Giuliani just propped up in the corner like we get at birdies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, with the shades. Yeah. With the shades though. With the shades. We get at birdies. We just gonna pull it back of his head. I love those films so much. Oh my God. Oh my God. Judy, well, you having fun? So yeah. <laughs> and the shades gotta be like that. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> They were really walking around with a dead body for like two hours, like two movies. Two movies, yeah. Oh yeah, because oh, those are two. Because they were on the beach. Oh my god. 
Like, why did we let that slide? Why did we, yeah, like, we let we that really go. We the first zombie movie without being a zombie. We need to have a whole episode of movies that will no longer work, and we need to talk about that. We need to talk about weird science. Weird there science. are so many movies that would never work now. We need to talk about that. Yeah, weird science would not work, but it worked for Robert Downey Jr. I just don't know. Man, how work. douchey was he in that? Oh, like, geez. how... God, how asshole he was. Well, the brother Chet was a douche. The brother was Chet was an ass. Chet Deucerhouse. That's there we go. He That's was the name. Ass. He was no good. Uh, okay, I'll but, test. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, anything on that note, uh, if you can't do something nice for somebody, do something nice for yourself. Uh, entertain yourself, entertain others around you, educate yourself and, otherwise, and others around you, and most of all, empower yourself and others around you. And until then, this is your host. I almost said Chris Fury because I'm all on so, yes, so many Chris shows. Yes, Fury. I might be changing the tag anyway to that. Uh, this is Chris G from Blurred's Eye View with Darius DC Chambers and our new co-host, Brandy Blocker. We're going to get you a nickname, too. I Welcome like to Walmart. Blocker. Get your shit and go. <laughs> uh, oh, we let the viewers. How about the viewers? You decide on a nickname. Not that I'm going to go with it if I don't like it, but trust me, she's not. If, she's if you not. give her something, she's not going to swing for it. I'm it's, not. it's not that easy. <laughs> not Who's that girl? easy. You got to buy me dinner first or something. It's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Until then. You got to heat me up a hot pocket of something. Until then. Oh, this is it's the, supposed to be that. The and it's supposed right? to be the Kevin Bacon drinking. Oh. Little finger slinging. I've been talking about that damn drink all week. <laughs> middle fingers yes kevin i'm so happy you guys liked it like i love when I people like a place that. i take them to because everybody i said it to they were just like bacon inside your bourbon i'm like don't knock it till you don't try it. it i found a new way to like bacon it's so good <laughs> as if i needed so more <laughs> so now the next time we do like our little company get together let's not call it that because nobody I, ever, it, it sound good no 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 it sound good it when sound we say good. that you see when i put it in parentheses i said like, oh, that was a production meeting. meeting yeah yeah that's why courtney was pissed at us because we was, we was hey, i told you i was like no that was a business meeting there was a business meeting <laughs> no fucking business production. yeah we, we didn't it was, was like, it looked like a lot of that it was like a lot of drinking lot of was going on drinking and shit talking <laughs> A lot of good music, a lot of Power Ranger clips. We had a great time. A lot oh, of yeah. drunk white girls. Oh my God, Cindy, I want to get the, the Kevin. She's like, I want to get the Kevin Bacon. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> no, you, you have to go to the bathroom with me. <laughs> Not with my bacon. Uh, with my bacon. <laughs> oh my God, we can't together. We're leaving together. Right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So it's, it's, <laughs> okay, so we're done. So we're letting Chris do his thing. We're done. We're done. Let me finish it. So until then, this is Blurred's Eye View with this crazy ragtag <laughs> agents on my crew. Oh my God. <laughs> until then, we're out. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>